Good out. Yeah, that's, oh, and nice. Yeah, that was the Royal Jamaican, kind of a weak out. Uh, yeah, tonight's Cleveland Moto Podcast. First of, is this today's first official day of summer? Yes, yes. I think it is. It's, Indeed. That's and it's say. fucking acting 21st. like it. Mm. Yeah. Yes. We've had uh, 96 days of rain. Um, I've lost two lawnmowers in the backyard. Little <laughs> <laughs> fuckers. Um, yeah, I can't get anywhere near the back of my backyard. It's just ridiculous. So mow the front yard to keep the neighbors honest. And then... Uh, that's what I do. Uh, in our neighborhood, <laughs> in our neighborhood, when you hear a fucking mower fire up, uh-huh. that is like the dickhead move, man. That is just like an asshole. You're like, fuck you, man. I was trying to have a good day, trying to not do any chores because the fucking rain won't stop. And apparently, dude over there with the amphibious fucking lawnmower is out there making the rest of us husbands look bad. And yeah, so you go out and you, you suffer through it. I, I saw a thing in the paper where it said in April we had seven non-rainy days, in May we had six, and this this month so far we've had uh, five non-rainy days. Yeah, I mean, this is great. We were joking. When we were at the Isle of Man, it was the wettest Isle of Man on record ever. So that's, you know, the whole thing. So we it's just been astronomically bad weather. Um, we're going to go around the room real quick. Um, tonight we're going to do... Name and your impression of the Chinese bike you rode before you got here. All right. Oscar, it's comfortable. Yeah. It's kind of tall. Um, it did fool me. It did make me put my foot down because I thought there was going to be a, a foot break. A foot break. Did you like pull the phantom scooter. clutch? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. I did All not. Right. But the foot phantom break did clutch. come up and I was like, fuck, it's not there. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, it, this, it, it feels beefy. It, it, it's not flimsy. It doesn't feel flimsy, and it doesn't feel too light. It's, it's, okay. It has some oomph into it. Excellent. And? I'm Chris. Uh, I took it out. It moved my 280 pounds pretty easily. And, uh, it, that's, uh, what that, that's not what the bike said. Yeah, mm. yeah the bike was groaning. The bike said, I, don't take it out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say that I got no respect. I came up to a four-way stop. And I was just coming to a stop, and Harley Joe was coming the other oh, way. No. And he looks at me and just rolls right, left turn right in front of me. I thought, well, you're kind of a dick. Not even, <laughs> not even suggestionable. No, no, he just saw me and said, fuck you. I, I would have put him down. <laughs> well, I chased him for 20 feet. Beat him to death with my purse. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's my comment. Uh, Steve Hofford. I uh, like the, the weight of the bike. Mm hmm. I thought mm-hmm. it was a little lean at the top end. <clears throat> yeah. When you really got on it, it cackled a little bit, but I didn't like the mirrors. But other than that, it was kind of it was a, actually a nice setup. I thought. I mean, for, for what, where it came from. Yeah, <laughs> from where it came from. Exactly. Yeah. We're working with what we got. We have not revealed the name and the description of the bike yet. We're, we're holding off on that for uh, in the sake of yeah, suspension. Uh, now, oh, just to introduce yourself, you get a chance to ride it. One other thing: the oh, yeah. suspension is super stiff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. Go ahead, <laughs> John Reinhardt. And what'd you ride here on, John? I rode here on a, a 2000 a Triumph uh, Thunderbird. Yeah, and that's a true. Mm. That's a really good motor. I mean, that's one of my absolute favorite Triumph motors. The coolest thing about it is it has a historical plate on it. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> is it technically? Is it, is it no. no? No, it's <laughs> off my oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when it, it's pulled it, over, it the count. 2001 yeah. is a really a 56. It's a 56 <laughs> Triumph. Of course it is. The nuts and bolts came off the 56. They're out. Oh, yeah. So it kind of technically. It's a resto mod. It, yeah, it's a resto mod. <laughs> <laughs> and to the left of John is. Oh, my name is Greg. What'd you Greg write tonight, man? 
I'll run my 93 uh, CBR 600. Cool. Yeah. yeah. You just got... That's got a historical plate on it. That one actually <laughs> qualifies for it. It does. Yeah, that qualifies I'm probably the only one in Cleveland that has a sport bike that still looks like it's brand new that it has a historical look. plate on it. And that thing does look like it's brand new. The only bad thing... And the funny thing was, uh, a couple weeks ago when I got it back and I was riding it, I kicked my foot across the back and snapped a little corner off the back of the back fairing. And I was like, oh, oh no. Go on eBay, I'm looking, I don't see nothing, I don't see anything. One day I was just like, let me see again. And I yeah. looked, someone had an NOS, rear tails, the In same your color, color, same color. Holy NOS, shit. NOS, never been mounted. My God. And the guy wanted like $340 plus right. $50, you know, like $400 total. Oh, I was yeah. Like, but he had best offer. So right I said, on, $175 plus shipping? He's like, $260. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, $200 plus shipping? Okay. So I got Good job. Wow. But I'm still missing the fuse lid yeah. that blew off on the yeah, freeway on, on Valley Bridge. Yeah. I was I, I went back around a couple of times. I couldn't see <laughs> Come it. Come on, that thing ripping. is so tiny. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like the, the size, size of your phone. Cigarettes. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. when I got off the freeway, I'm like, there's probably ten trucks that ran it over and just yeah. Yeah. made yeah. of dust. That's one of the pieces that I just can't find. It's And that was one of the problems with that bike was that little door. And interceptors were the same way. They had a little door on the back. And, and if you you can, I've it. seen a bunch of, I've actually bought an F3 fuse cover thinking it was the same. They're not. The F3 is skinnier and wider and longer, and you just can't you just find can't the F2 find stuff. It. it is weird that those sport bikes, which still feel very modern to me, mm-hmm. are historical vehicles and hard to get parts <laughs> for. Well, if you look at mine, it looks like it's brand new. It does look like it's brand new. When you showed up on it right after you got it, I was like, that thing does look like a new bike. If you look at like some of the colors that they made, because mine's the yeah. black, red, and silver. Right. The black, red, and silver is the most the, like, conservative of all of them. If you look at the black, purple, and yellow, yep. it's kind of dated. Smoke you look at the red, yep. uh, or they made a, um, a white, yeah. blue, and red one. Yep. It kind of looks, it really looks it 80s with the white yeah. rims, you know. Oh, yeah. It's like the, the black, red, and silver one still looks like it's... It still looks fantastic. Yeah, the color's still cool is more of a... Yeah. Cool as ice. <laughs> it's as cool as ice. <laughs> it is cool as ice. The, uh, that... Purple and yellow yeah. one. I swear to God, once Honda put it out, yeah. they went, oh, fuck, we made a mistake. Yeah, that was a big mistake. <laughs> and they called Camel, and they went, you yeah. need your marketing department yeah. to come <laughs> yeah. up with a rescue plan for this bike color combination. Yeah. We have. Well, what do you have to work with? Well, yellow, okay, we can work mm-hmm. with that. Black, not a problem. And purple. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Ooh. Call cool. <laughs> okay. Call cool. That will not work at Camel. Ooh, call call yeah. French. Yeah. And yeah. so they just came out with, okay, so you're going to have a camel whose nose looks like a dick, yeah. check. Yeah. And you're going to sell cigarettes to children, check. And you're going to use the motorcycle. Yeah, we're up. This is easy. <laughs> and it did. And that Smokin' Joe's color scheme was always one of those ones Leather you're like, and shit, yeah. Smokin' Joe's race team colors. And you're like, that is hard to look at. Today I was going over the, um, I was like West 25th. Yeah. And I'm just like going to turn to go over by, um, what was it, um, Ohio City over yeah. there. And I see an R1 coming this way, and it's purple. And I kind of looked over, and he had like fake camel. Like he, it was an R1, yeah. but it was done up like a Camel Joe. Like Jesus like, Christ! And I was like, "What?" Like I had a double take. Like because it had a it had big R1 on the back. It yeah. was an R1. Yeah, it was an R1. It was purple, but it, was purple. And it had the Camel Joe scheme on it. Did it like, really? Who the freak wow. did that? Yeah. Like that's. Do you remember that time when yeah. Valentino Rossi was riding for Smoking Joe's race team? Yeah, yeah, when he was one? Yeah. When he was two? I don't think he was born yet. That's cool. Uh, so, next. Michael and I rode the thing. The and thing. <laughs> it's, well, I, you know, it was a little bit of a cherry pop for me because I've never been on a scooter before. 
Oh, that's your first Ooh. automatic? Yeah. Well, my first. Yeah. 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 Well, the PW80s. Sort of that's automatic. an automatic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but um, I'm a little big for that. But anyway. Yeah. So yeah, the, the the biggest thing was just you know I had that automatic car syndrome where every time I came to slow down, I kept hitting the front brake. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know, throwing myself through the tiny tiny <laughs> little gauge cluster, <laughs> the enigmatic uh, symbols on it. But um. <laughs> But no, it was it yeah. was interesting. Um, again, no no experience. The closest thing I've ridden on is my wife's Twin Star two hundred, yeah. um, which its seat is like lounge quality compared. You know, this this seat's a little yeah. flat, being that I'm a, pretty much a dual sport, and um, you know longer longer mileage seat guy. I can't I can't imagine sitting on that for a long time. Yeah. But again, no precedent for what that compares to in the scooter world. No. So if it's if it's normal, that's great. Um, but I did. I was able to do some track standing, so I didn't clip a couple pedestrians. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean it's very nimble. I think for compared to a motorcycle. Right. Oh, absolutely. Hold on, we're so, somewhere new. Hey, Kevin. Hey, what's up? Your first job is to ride a scooter. So before you can participate in the podcast, you have to ride this bike. Sweet. All right. It's right beside you. Oh, this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just small circles don't, here. Don't say what it is, there though. Right? Don't say what it is because we're right. reviewing it. And flip flops. Yeah. You're properly attired yeah. and everything. Properly. Attired. Yeah. So go ahead and yeah, go ahead. Um, we're gonna we're gonna force you to take a brand new scooter. Brand new. We have not yet said what it is on the podcast. I can't even know. Right? We're just gonna give a review. Of course not. But go out and ride it. Of course. And then when you come cool. back, you're even wearing you know you're wearing the DOT flip flops. Yep. Well, you know I came properly attired. <laughs> All right. For our humble listeners at home that can't so see this right now, uh, it's got a light. It's got a plate on it. Phil just rotated 180 degrees. It's Kevin's taking it out. And, uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. It's in shirt. Take chances. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> don't yeah. run fast. Right. Just take chances. We don't know if we can get any more, but hey, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Did you just get that in? Yeah, it came in yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah. It had eight miles on it. Yeah. So. You're gonna do a safety it. check on it later. Yeah, exactly. Once you guys put it about 30 miles on it, then we'll check to make sure everything's tight. So uh, yeah, so you you were saying that was really good timing actually to have that all happen in the podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the fifty year old person in the room here, but what? is there at least like a three quarter helmet? Oh sure, my brains are kind of valuable. There's no helmet. It's right next to the tampons. There's always somebody. If you're gonna bleed, you better have a tampon. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be good to your extras. Now you will be fifty. It'll It'll be really good to have your head in all good shape, so you can really feel the pain of your feet when they disintegrate. Yeah, anyway, I don't want (laughs) I don't want Renee to be my only friend in some toes. (laughs) I'm gonna come back with most of them, and I wore my above the knee shorts. You'll be fine. Just to further expose. (laughs) They're called sleeving, and they've done great things with skin grafts. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Just think Kelly's Island. You'll be fine. If I gave you a beer, you just you do it naturally. Right, exactly. Schleibowitz, and then go ride. So this is your first scooter ride ever. Yeah, ever. Hmm. Well, that's well, the hell of a I remember, because apparently my father had a 68 Vespa yeah. that he bought in several milk crates or something. And <laughs> I was born well, in 69, course, you do. so he bought it in 71, of course. Um, so apparently hmm. I was strapped to that. Lightly disassembled. But I have no memory of that. Cheaper on the wallet that way. Yeah. Uh, cool. But no, for, yeah, as far as a driver, I've never been on a scooter before. Wow. And so it was a little weird to give it gas and then Super wait, weird. You know, to well, know. welcome to Cleveland Motor. This is how we go. Here's the keys. Go ride this. Yeah, no, it's yeah. fantastic. And I was, I was fine. But. Cool. <laughs> Excellent. And on to? 
uh, Sleepy Cinch, and um, I like that a lot. Um, I have a predecessor, or whatever you want to call to it, and I mean, this has what a couple miles on it. It seemed peppier. Um, mm-hmm. It's a one fifty, which it is, is one fifty. A couple extra yep. ponies, but um, it had a decent speed. You said nimble. It's very nimble. It, it's very light for what how it. I mean, it feels it's metal and it feels heavy. It's metal, but it's yep. light on the wheels. Yeah, it's exactly. real light on the wheels. You do feel a little high up. Yep. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Uh, compared to some of the other scooters I've mm-hmm. ridden. But uh, brakes are great. Suspension was stiff, but I, th- mm-hmm. I bet you you could probably tune it a little bit, you think? or Right now I have it set at Nerf. Okay. Yeah. So, oh. but yeah, um, one, one interjection, if I may. I already have, I guess. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I don't know what these things are supposed to do, but when I gave it gas, mm-hmm. I got this like gyro effect. Is that normal? Not that it's got like you'll torque, have some of that, but like it was weird. Like I gave it gas. It wasn't torque steer. I can assure you that it wasn't right. shaft jacking. Like I gave it, give it gas and it would go yeah. right. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it was just me like giving. But that's when the turbo kicks out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> must have been. Okay. Never mind. I'm good now. I'll it say this: the rotation of the Earth. Right. It, <laughs> it easily, and I'm not a light dude either. I'm like two thirty-five, two forty yeah. on good days. Yeah. Right. And uh, it was 50 miles an hour down that one road. In yeah. fact, most of the roads I originally go to, I couldn't get up to speed on it because right. there wasn't enough room on the road. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, I, I don't know, I like it. And, and it looks good. Um, I like I like the styling. I like the colors. Both of the colors are very suitable for what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that I don't like are the wheels. Right. I think the wheels don't fit the style of sure. the scooter. That's yeah. it. The size or the rims? No, no, just the, like, the look. The alloy 26 spoke or whatever they are, yeah. you know, turbine or turbo style. It's like Boyd around. Coddington got a hold of this thing and yeah. made like some Boyd Coddington right. rim for it or yeah. something. Like yeah, that. and it had, right. The wheels have nothing to do with a, a more vintage look about, right. about the thing. All but right. They didn't affect the handling really. I'm not right. dogging right. that. It's just yeah. completely aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. All right. And Pete Hemfling. Um, I'll tell you, I don't like the fact that it's carbureted. Me either. <laughs> um, the switch gear was a little wonky. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the controls felt good. I mean, mm-hmm. the handlebars were very compact. Right. Mm-hmm. The grips felt good. It felt like a vintage bike as far as the right. the scale of the handlebars and the high seating position, like you talked about. It felt like a vintage scooter. Mm-hmm. Um, it was weird I'm, to see a. It was weird to see a digital dash. The, yeah, that, <laughs> when you look down. Yeah, I yeah. was like, whoa, what is this going on That's here? That's weird. Yeah. yeah, under acceleration, I thought that. It was a little like rattle trappy, like felt like mm-hmm. a. It reminded me of, like an old Briggs and Stratton mini bike with a centrifugal mm-hmm. clutch, like clunking and chiming and. It's kind of what's going on in there. Yeah, yeah. but it, it it wasn't as smooth as some of the other exactly. modern scooters. Yeah. It was it was a little bit like um. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, primitive. Yeah. But overall, yeah. the bike looks good. Um, it felt super substantial as far as it didn't feel plastic. It didn't feel tin. It felt. Super like heavy, but light on the wheels. What under motion, mm-hmm. it, it felt felt good. It weighs two hundred and sixty five pounds. Right. Hmm. Feels so, heavier than that. Right. So two hundred and sixty five pounds. Uh, that's the weight, and it is longer than just about anything in its class. Its mm-hmm. wheelbase is longer, uh, which may lead to why it kind of feels like it's planted and it's doing its job because mm-hmm. yeah, long wheelbase always feels good sure. and it just does and it's got a decent um, exhaust note for a, a stock i mean it's not yeah. like, it's not whisper quiet it's right. quiet but it has like a little, yeah, a little rump to it. Yeah. Yeah. so the bike we're talking about is the royal alloy um and the royal alloy comes in many different configurations right now for the united states and you're going to check that out just by typing royal alloy scooter into your google device um but 
in this country, we're only getting the 150cc. So um, we're only getting the Grand Tourer 150. And what is curious about it is if we take a look and see that their, uh, their manual that's been printed for the specific, specifically for the North American market, the interesting thing is we have the Grand Tour 150, the Grand Prix 150, and the Grand Tour 150 Special. So clearly their intention is to have three versions of that bike in the United States. I'm sure the basic idea is they're going to be different trim packages. Sure. Okay. And so this one is uh, this you know Grand, uh, this Grand Tour 150. Uh, it is being distributed in the United States by. Uh, Genuine Scooter Company out of Chicago. However, it is marked under the tank as uh, Chicago Scooter Company, which is the name that Genuine Scooter Company uses when it wants to sell you something Chinese. So when you look at the Genuine Scooter Company's website, usually there's the Genuine Scooter Company bikes, and then on a separate menu, there's the Chicago Scooter Company, which historically has offered... They're like twelve ninety nine or you know fourteen hundred ninety nine dollar Chinese bikes that we haven't carried here in our store just because we haven't been super happy with the reviews they've gotten from other dealerships. This project, this RA Engineering, that's been doing this you know Royal Alloy, we've watched this go through so many different you know versions or different changes uh, to finally be available here in the United States. What we can tell you is that it is. What you would get today if you had the people that were really good at building Lambrettas after all these years or things that represented Lambrettas, building it. So years ago, I had a phase zero prototype of the new Lambretta that was then called a Scomati and, you know, called many different things. But what it was was a 250cc Vespa engine uh, or the same motor that's in this BV uh, series bike. And it was a carbureted BV motor stuffed under basically a double wide Lambretta chassis. Huh. So the same thing that what we have going on here. And they basically stretched the bike and made the bike wider to accommodate the automatic transmission drivetrain and the 250cc top end. And we had the bike for quite a while here in Cleveland. And I rode it to a lot of different scooter events and scooter rallies. And I really did like it. Um, again... The seat was high. The floorboards were high. It wasn't any good for somebody who was five foot two. It was no fun. Uh, this morning we pulled it out, and Renee and I took a spin on it. Renee loved the back seat. She just thought it was really well put together. It gave her a good ride, um, and she wasn't crowded. It has the switchblade foot pegs on the back. So a regular Lambretta, if we look at Lambrettas here in this room, a regular Lambretta would have rear floorboards that are about three and a half four inches wide. Mm -hmm giving the person on the back somewhere to actually put their feet. On this thing, because the ass had to be so wide to accommodate the automatic transmission, they made the floorboard super narrow. Nobody's going to put their feet on those, so they put these little switchblade pegs that hide underneath the bodywork. I was very surprised to find out the entire motherfucking thing is steel, mm -hmm. save for the front fender, the nose, and the headset top. The headset. The rest of the bike is steel. I mean, we What is put, that? What... Steel, it's this no, strange no. metal you get from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, what, what is cars. the. Because the, the, the top felt metal still? I think the top might be plastic. I'm not sure. But definitely we magnet tested the rest of it. Okay, so the. Okay, the yeah. plastic. Wow. We magnet tested the rest of it, and it is a metal scooter. It's a mm. metal bodied scooter, which is something that only Vespa has been able to say for about right. the past way too long, right? Mm. 
And so that's kind of neat that it's keeping true to its original design of a Lambretta, or in this case, we have to, the purest assholes out there, they're pushing their glasses up right now and screaming at their fucking radio. I know it's an Innocenti company that makes a Lambretta scooter and it eventually became a Cervetta and a Pasco and uh, fuck you. All right. We all know what it is. If I say Lambretta, you know what I'm talking about. Or if you don't, read a book. Um, look it up. But back in the day, it was Lambretta versus Vespa. And Vespa was a monocoque or monocoque where you're from, chassis scooter, whereas Lambretta had a tubular chain frame underneath bodywork that was bolted to it or attached to it. And this one does do have that tubular because I checked it underneath. Yeah. It does have the tubular. It kept sort of good to the line of what <laughs> yeah. it's supposed to be. I, I checked the motor and I was I was I was trying to see if they're gonna screw over both scooter designs and they're gonna put right. the, the, the always the debate between the Lombardas and the Vespas are if the motor's in the center, right. if it's on the side, and then the, the tire's on the other side, and it's not centered. It's exactly where but it, it needs to, be, to be, be an automatic, yeah. right? Yeah. So what do you think, Kevin? That was a lot of fun. <laughs> that was a stupid amount of fun. I wish I could have it for the rest of the night. Yeah, right? I just gave a fat kid a bag of chips, and I'll let, <laughs> let me have a handful. That's, that's what that experience was. Yeah, fine. Pull up a stool that or something. That was fun. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. I'm waiting for for the, the, the catch. This, the, the, the consensus seems to be well like it. It is made in China. And that's what tonight's podcast is about, is bikes that are made in China. Yeah. And it's, that is that bike that we all just rode and liked for tofu. is made in China. And so historically, we've had not a great track record with bikes from China, right? Um, today, in fact, we had a couple of bikes that came in for service that were Chinese-made bikes. And my mechanic was back there screaming, throwing wrenches, because he tried to tighten something into a casting on a Chinese bike. And at about four foot pounds, he said, the casting just yielded. It just gave way. Mm. So the part that holds the motor to the frame was made of pot, well, alloy, (laughs) (laughs) a casting of some sorts. And that casting, well, yeah, Chinesium is made of Velveeta or whatever. but Toothpaste. Yeah, dried toothpaste. So when he put a wrench on it and put about four pounds of torque on it, just an exploratory like, okay, well, you know, this could be the thing. And he and the motor mount broke. And that's a motor mount. That's what holds the motor into the bike. And that's not uncommon. And seeing broken axles is not uncommon. And, And twisted axles and bent things, it's not uncommon to see metallurgy problems in Chinese vehicles, right? But we have a G400C that I lightly broke in by doing 100 wheelies in front of the shop. Oscar? Oscar was there for at least 30 of them. Right. Um, And not too long ago, we had a Chinese bike at our old store, and I tried to go out in the parking lot and break it in doing wheelies. And the rear axle supports broke. <laughs> broke. Just fucking sheared. So had I not been doing that in the parking lot... That's a testament I, to the torque of that motor. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. But clearly, had I sold that bike to a customer, oh, okay. and they had gone out and hit a pothole, they would have sheared the same way. And then the customer's rear wheel wouldn't be pointing the direction a rear wheel should be pointing. And then they drive up in their Buick LeSabre. And be pissed as fuck. And that's a good thing. Right, Chris? Exactly. That's right. 
You forgot about that. I did. Thank you for bringing that back. So while we were, yeah, while we were pre-gaming tonight, and we were letting different people take a ride on the bike, um, did Greg take it out? Yeah, he did. Yeah, when Greg take, brings it back, John, you take it out too. Yep. Um, we were standing around pre-gaming and all taking our, you know, taking our ride on the town bike, as it were. And <laughs> the, the uh, oh, I got sloppy eighths. Thanks, guys. Yeah, at least <laughs> I didn't push it hard. <laughs> that seat was well broken in. Hey, it's better than the KTM uh, 390 Duke because by the time oh, yeah. by the time half of our crew had ridden the KTM 390 Duke, it was overheating. Oh, I didn't Meckle Fresh put the uh, yeah yeah, yeah. somebody put the screws that to that thing. Yeah, by the time it got to like the fifth victim, that thing was seriously it was on full tilt. So the uh, I hated that bike. <laughs> still and, and we sold it. Still hate it. It never came back. So whoever bought it is enjoying it. We hope, or is dead on the side of the road. Uh, we hope he's enjoying it. To be honest, yeah. I thought that scooter that you put me out on was like a, a PGO buddy something. That's what it felt like. Well, it is sold by Genuine Scooter Company. That's what I thought. Too. Really? So it's imported into the United States by Genuine. Um, it is not built by PGO. Not even a little bit. Um, I can't. It doesn't feel kind of. If good. I have two yeah, or three more drinks, well. I'll be able yes. to read the name of the company that built it um, but I can't right now I'm far too sober to pronounce that I will say as I pull Chinese up on my yet. bike and I saw you pull out of it I thought there's a good looking man on a nice scooter hey you know that's exactly so, it that's that's everybody the Isle of Man thinks we're gay the curb appeal well I didn't say anything <laughs> about orientation he was going the right way so it's but, funny yeah. how it wasn't a, a yeah. man on a good-looking scooter it was a good-looking man on a good well, scooter. I mean call him as you see him. The, the, he, he did thing, clean up a little bit I'll give him that the thing they did change from the original design, or from vintage scooters, mm -hmm. it does have a bigger wheel set. So it does have a 12-inch. Yeah. Having the 12-inch wheel seems to be a 12-inch instead of an 8 or a 10. Yeah. Yep. And anytime you put a 12-inch wheel under a modern scooter, they look tall. Yeah. It's really hard to have a 12-inch wheel under even the new Vespa GTSs. And now all every single one of the Primaveras, all the 150 family, has a 12-inch wheel. Yeah. And they all look a little tippy-toed. So... Well, that bike is definitely tippy-toe. Fuck yeah. 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 And when I bring my feet up from the ground to where my feet are supposed to go, it feels like I'm making a journey twice as far as I need to be. <laughs> very like, spacious. My feet are going to the penthouse. Mm. No. It I is very, I'm, a, I'm a problem with the tall guys here. Right. Yeah. You, you're pretty tall. You're pretty yeah. tall. Comfy. I mean, you're well over six foot tall. Yeah. Right? The seat was comfy. On a good day. Yeah, On a good day. <laughs> uh, you're, you're also very tall. Thank yeah. you. Thank you very much. Exhibit A. That was awesome. Yes. Chris is very tall. In his pants. But, so what I do agree with, with um, what's your name? <laughs> it is carbureted. It's still. Yeah. Well, and, and that's, that's a big that's, beef for me is that it's carbureted. I just feel like any feel motorcycle like it, or any scooter that's being sold into our market today at this point should fucking be fuel injected. Yeah. Because I don't care how good it is, and I'm not even suggesting that it is good. I'm suggesting we've all ridden it, and the bike has about 30 miles on it right now. <laughs> but holding back anything about the quality, it will suffer the effects of owning a carburetor. In the wintertime, if you don't go out and run the thing, and you let the gas dry up in it or become really old, you're going to have a carburetor problem. Carburetors and modern fuel have problems. It's just how it goes, man. Um, that's our service department. Our service department is lined up with fuel issues. So just did the TM carburetor this after, or yesterday afternoon. Yeah, wife yeah. hadn't ridden it all winter. Yep, wouldn't start. What color was what was inside? Mostly yellowish, high yellowish. Biz. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, right. it was nice. That seems to be but, the new thing. Is you know, it used to just be really dark. <laughs> That'd be a good commercial. 
Any carb, any CFM, ninety nine ninety five. No, no extras. Yeah. Yeah. Any carb, any color, ninety nine ninety five. Just have a, a night drop with ultrasonics and just yeah. throw their cars. You literally drop <laughs> it in the side of the building. Throw a couple bucks in the quarter machine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not like a car wash, but you just run yeah. your bike through it and it just washes <laughs> the carbs. Just does the carbs. Yeah, it really. Um, a couple of things about it. One thing I loved is in the manual and printed on the bike, it specifically states. 87 octane RM, hmm. which I love that it, it uses the correct yeah. nomenclature. Yep. Yeah. So it does 87 RM2. So it's not, you know, in the European manuals, it all says 91 octane, but that's not accommodating for the shift differential between European octane and American octane. So that's annoying when I have customers call me and say, you told me to put 87 in it, but in my book, it clearly says to put in 91. Well, are you going to listen to me or what's in your stupid book? Yeah. So. <laughs> Take a clue. Right, exactly. Why is your bike? Why does my bike stall at every red light? Well, you keep putting ninety-four octane in it. So, but bigger numbers better, right? Hmm. So, there's a number of things about the bike I do love. Uh, underseat storage area. Oh, by the way, there isn't any. Didn't get there. There's yeah. none whatsoever. Nothing. Nothing. They have a glove box. There was a hand hook. I noticed. There was a twelve volt in the glove box. There is a twelve volt USB in the glove box. Excellent. Yeah, the glove box is rather accommodating. Um, it has a wallet holder or something. It has a wallet holder, holder that has, and the toolkit has a zipper on it mm-hmm. and says Royal Alloy on it. Uh-huh. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, not bad. That's a little disappointing because scooters are known for their modern storage. ones. Are. Well, no, yeah. it has it has the, the, the front little leg shield, mm-hmm. the glove box, the glove box. Yeah, that's box. that's all it has. That's not. Well, that's, that's what's on his head. Right, right. <laughs> clearly, yeah, yeah, clearly. It's more uh, than what my Triumph has. This is the idea, right? Compared to any motorcycle, it's spacious. <coughs> okay. Compared to a scooter of modern standards, you know, all these vintage Lambrettas back here, none of them have a glove box or anything resembling right. a glove box. Um, where yeah, a regular Lambretta would have a toolbox, this one has the battery. So oh. it is, by the way, there was a Kickstarter on there. I mean, they're, they're currently, yeah. we hope, yeah, I saw um, the video. Yeah. is still a Kickstarter on there. Hmm. So Where's that? Under the left-hand side. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. made out of spaghetti, though. We don't know. No, no, no. It's, it's not the case because clearly, right here, it says that um, the parts are manufactured with high quality materials. Well, there These you go. Chinesium things They're are totally wrong. Old I'm totally wrong. Yeah, I didn't know the manual said they were high quality materials. Black and white. Uh-huh. It's going to last forever. Mm. So, one of the things that I did notice that they did improve, I mean, obviously, we can't compare Alambretta from the right. 60s and 70s of this bike, but. On, on any of the old bikes, either Vespa or Lombardas, I've never seen any uh, heat shielding on the cowls. Correct. And this yeah. one does have on both sides, which you really don't need. It's a cool yeah. And the modern Stellas, so when the Stellas and the PX150s started coming out, um, they do all have heat uh, protective coatings on the inside of the panels. Mm-hmm. And the Stellas, and I think the Bajajas too, they actually had a plastic cover on the bottom of the motor that would only succeed in doing one thing, and that was hiding if you had a case leak. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it would just absorb all the oil if you had a critical case failure or a critical <laughs> case leak or your carb was leaking. It would basically just be a diaper to soak up all this oil that was leaking out of your motor. Um, usually, the first time a Stella came in for service, any good mechanic would take that heat shroud or noise shroud, which is probably what it really was, mm-hmm. and throw it as far as they could throw it. Mm-hmm. And the customer was like, wasn't there a piece of black plastic? I have no idea what you're talking about. Shipping material. Yeah, shipping material. That was packaging. You must have hit a bag on the way right. here. Yeah. Clearly, uh, no, it was uh, it was not meant for you to actually have that. That right. was packaging material. The uh, 
But yeah, this is this thing about Chinese vehicles and as a whole. We have always, myself, the reviews I write, the bikes I ride, I've always been very fucking sketched out by Chinese bikes. Because for the most part, they lie. Because is that, yeah. that including Harley Davidson? Yes, and this is and this is a big big part of that, and yes, and that's Chinese bikes and Chinese parts mm-hmm. for Chinese bike for bikes. What happens is somebody who's been working on a motorcycle for a very long period of time. We open a box, we get the part out, and we feel the part in our hands, and it feels a certain way. Mm-hmm. And then three years later, we open a box, same part, we feel the part. And it feels weird. Yep. And, and the holes don't line up just right the way they used to. It smells a little funny, too. It might smell funny. The box smells funny. I don't want to hear about her box smelling funny. Mm. <laughs> I don't get fucking comments on the fucking... Didn't. Oh, I hate people who write into the fucking podcast. You know that wasn't very appropriate. No, that's perfectly appropriate. Oh, fuck your <laughs> If that's the one thing that caused the bother, they're that's listening right. to the it's wrong. Clearly, what caused the bother? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, let's not bring up guns. Exactly. Clearly, we get nowhere with the gun topic either. Okay. So, but I could tell. Somebody like, complain about the guns. Always. Anytime yeah, anybody ago, mentions yeah, yeah. a gun in here, yeah, uh, right. Because apparently our our listeners are very pro motorcycle, but a few of them are extremely anti gun. Well, at 5,000 RPM, it's just like firing a gun 2,500 times. I like to think that it's <laughs> a gun is just a really nice two stroke. Uh, <laughs> this is your rifle with this a particular exhaust note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a two stroke. That's all a gun is. It's a free piston. Exactly. <laughs> that is exactly right. Yeah. Yep. Just don't be downrange of that thing uh, when it starts chain firing. Uh, it starts dieseling. It's Atkinson. I'd say the same it. thing after a good burrito. <laughs> yeah. Don't go downwind unless it starts chain firing. So I think what I, my problem was, I have been experienced with enough Chinese vehicles to know that at first I was like, wow, it's amazing that you can have these parts show up here in Cleveland, where we build things or fix things, and they're very affordable. That's remarkable. You know what? When it's only $32 for a carburetor, why would I ever clean another carburetor? I would just take the bad carburetor, pull it off, and put on the $32 carburetor, and slap its ass and send it out. Because they don't work right. Exactly. They don't work right. I did that right. to my, my C70. Right. doesn't work right. doesn't work right. And then that same thing happens with electrical components. And we have a CDI block or a CDI box that for 30 years was made by a certain company and always worked. And then all of a sudden the packaging changes a little bit and it smells funny. And you put it on and it works for a week or doesn't work at all. And you're fucked. Because you had a customer that you thought, well, I have the part you need right here. Or they bring their own part in. And now they're fucked. It's like generic medication, too. Okay. I'll say that, yeah. No, you can get... Working in... I worked in a pharmacy for a long time. Okay. And so they force... Like, a lot of these companies force you to... Like, they... People will change their... Their... Formula. Whatever. Yeah. But they get the generic, and it just doesn't work. Doesn't work the right way. Well... So we only last two hours before you have to notify your physician. Right. <laughs> no, I mean I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's. Like, I, mean, something, yeah, something I don't know what it is. I don't know what pills you're taking. Priapism. I don't know. It's the weirdest thing. My dick's so hard a cat can't scratch it. Yeah. So I only like, took two pills. We're talking about Brewers Droop. Have you ever heard of this? Probably not. None of you would. But um, apparently, um, 
so I was re- researching estrogen in IPAs. I was very worried about my moves. And um, so my, <laughs> my, good, my wife though. and I stumbled across an article about, yeah, well, you know, Brewers I work out at all. Um, but yeah, so there's Brewers Group. Too much, you know, beer. Too beer. much hops, essentially. Okay, all right. That was the that was the go to because they passed out. So of course performance was not blamed. It was passed out, but um, that's not the thing at all. So we were talking about it, and I, I asked my wife if she knew anything about this. She said no, but you do drink more whiskey than you do beer, so maybe that's. Not so where does the droop thing. come in? Apparently, too much hops just makes your you lose your hop. You know, you, you it's like drop, whiskey dick. Knocks the you know, whiskey dick. Knocks the lead out of your whiskey pencil. Come on, a better term. So, right? Yeah, Irish, Irish term, I guess. Whiskey dick. <laughs> no, whiskey dick is not an Irish term. No, it's, it's just anybody who's enjoyed the correct amount of whiskey. Okay. So, the correct amount of whiskey is when your dick doesn't work. Again, you stop drinking whiskey. That's switch whiskey. to cocaine. <laughs> and when you switch to cocaine, your dick starts working again. And then you can go back into whiskey. That's the way it works. God damn it. Where did you go to high school? West Geauga. Sorry. Interesting to the information. So this Buchla Saber pulls up. This Buchla Saber pulls up. Nine hours ago. And the Buchla Saber pulls up while we're admiring Chinesium. Oh, Greg's back. And uh, you can see how upright he's sitting on that bike. Go get it, John. Now, who, did you pick that up? Or is that like a... Well, I had it delivered. Obviously. I am a dealer. fancy. I do pay people to bring things here. It was in a crate. Use that blue It was in a crate. Yeah, we did have to uncrate. No, leave it out, Greg. We got John's going to take it out. Back it up. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, there you go. Honestly, from here, you couldn't tell that it's... You couldn't tell I it's not Lambretta. the same thing. Right. Yeah. The right. front fork's a little goofy, maybe, but... The front forks look like Lambretta forks yeah, with external dampers. Oh, yeah. is that... Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Oh. Yeah, that's the way they look. So before, let me go to the vintage collection here for So a before I go take a ride on this, I'm going to mess up your conversation and ask you, is, uh, is this mean that you're uh, pro-Trump because of uh, the uh, tariff... This is the problem, right? So and this to, is the, this is why back, we have these talks. To bring back the supply chain back right. into America, right. the, the, the pro And I'm not willing to go pro-Trump because I'm essentially against all politicians. <laughs> I'm against the concept of government. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, you take it out for a all, You want to wear all your garb and stuff. <laughs> that thing is out of control. <laughs> Max power. Should I take my clothes off in case? Well, you always take your phone. Run home and get a change of underpants, too. Yeah. It is from China, John, so you may want to take your phone. <laughs> and proper scootering, you don't So yeah, this fella shows up in a Buick LeSabre circa 1998 that's, you know, rust. No, it's Cleveland. Well, fuck it. You know, it's a Cleveland LeSabre. Right? Looks like he just came from the dentist, too. Clearly. Oh, dude, that guy had his summer teeth. And, uh, yeah. Some are here, some are there. And he showed up, and he's like, you open? I was like, no, we're not open. Tomorrow we'll be open tomorrow, 11 6. Fine. Do you work here? Yeah, I, I, I do work here. That's fine. I gotta bring my piece of shit in here. Chinese piece. I gotta bring in this Chinese piece of shit. Japanese I was like, actually didn't Japanese. The first, he said, he first he said Japanese. The first he said, I gotta bring in this Japanese piece of shit Damn I bought. Suzuki's. And by the way, if you work here for a week, you will learn that people do not know the difference between Japan and China. <laughs> well, that the average American that drives Taiwan. a '98 LeSabre <laughs> does not know the difference between wow. fuck Taiwan. You're not getting anywhere close to Taiwan. What about Hong Kong? They don't <laughs> understand the difference between. Well, <laughs> China and Japan they just don't know the difference and I'm like that's like dude that is like saying the difference between like Mexico and Canada mm-hmm. right well whatever it's all the same <laughs> sure yeah. you're a fucking idiot and you're all the same so <laughs> fucking leave my goddamn shop 
you're ruining the property value around here. So, but he is a customer. But Canada never went down to Mexico and slaughtered 35 million people. Exactly. This is exactly right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. But we digress. In case you weren't sure, Japan's the one wiping China's blood off their bayonet. That will help you have the visual. Right. So, he comes in, he basically says, this bike you sold, turns out not him, was leaking oil in his garage. This bike we sold him apparently not six months ago or something. But it happens to be a Kimco like. And this Kimco like is leaking oil in his garage. Not his, maybe his garage, maybe not his garage. All we know is he's not the owner of the vehicle. Because, of course, when asked, I don't have any bikes. I don't have any bikes. But he's at my shop representing somebody who does in the most, well, let's just say, shitty way possible. And at one point I even told him, I was like, you know, you get a lot further with honey than you do yeah. vinegar. You get a lot more flying. You catch a lot more flies with honey than you do You also said you're making a lot of friends today. That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. I, after <laughs> your actual quotes in the conversation. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, I wish I was here. Oh, after this guy, after this guy just kept being a cock, I was just like, you're making all kinds of friends around here, pal. You know, and because shit of his still hits you as well. He was like, oh, yeah. It's like me saying that you... Right. Oh, he was like, he's like, well, what's it going to cost to fix? And I said, that would be like if I were your dentist. <laughs> I do love this. I do love this phrase. It's so true. I said, like, that would be like if I were your dentist. I can't tell you what it's going to cost until I get in your mouth. Yeah. And he yeah, just was like, was yeah, but not his girl was helping at all. Yeah. He said it was like, yeah. Yeah. you could have picked a different one out of the toolbox, a different like <laughs> metaphor. No, I was, could have. Uh, that was just easiest, right? That was, yeah, that one was staring you in the face. I don't yeah. come to your shop and knock the dick out of your mouth. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually that's usually my other one. Yeah, yeah that's uh, <laughs> anyway. But so there's a person that's having, <laughs> by proxy, a bad experience with the Chinese vehicle, right? So there is a person whose opinion is that it's bad, right? Because somebody they know or they love or they've heard of bought a Chinese bike and it's leaking oil. Or it could be a Japanese bike for all they know. <laughs> but it was his kid. It was his kid. He bought a Japanese piece of shit and it's leaking oil. As it turns out, half tonight's podcast happened to be about Chinese and the people's reaction to them. Uh, we have a long history with all of the wildfires and all of the Roquettas, and the Diamos, and all these Chinese death traps that were sold circa 2004 to now, you know? And we've seen every kind of fucked up, like, I've never seen rubber break quite that way before. (laughs) Yeah, very low quality Right. What about uh, Cleveland? uh, Moto Works? Cleveland Cycle Works. Works. We, we (laughs) We have had an ongoing parade of we stopped carrying the product so our solution to the problem wasn't to somehow encourage him to do better our solution was to just stop carrying them and then we bought back the ones that we sold so we could live and we could have an ethics ground to stand on and donate them to the msf classes we did yeah, we did. So a few of them got taken apart. A few of them got heroically taken apart. Uh, a few of them got taken apart by the students on, during testing, but mm-hmm. that's fine. Is this a, a time for an ignorant question? Go ahead. So these, these are these, they were sort of a Honda clone motor? Well, no. No? Not even close. Not, okay. Yeah. I just remember seeing them for the first time. In fact, every time out. somebody says the word Honda clone. I'm sorry. Right? Again, ignorant. A perfectly, a perfectly good person gets like their dick cut off. 
Yeah. Right? Well, like, I mean, there's, there's, I could have. Hey, John! Hey, what's up? So I remember yeah. Kilo Mods versus Rockers years ago, maybe six years ago, and I think they were just. The biggest warning sign you should ever have anywhere is if anybody tells you something is a Honda clone or a Yamaha clone, you should turn around and walk away. Just go. Because they're not. Yeah. But and unless they the have Yamasakis? documentation that says this was built under license by Honda or Yamaha in this factory just place or that. I just remember thinking they were Fuck cute on. at the time. I was yeah. not going to buy one. It's a push rod 250cc two-valve motor. Question. Honda didn't make one. Was that a blanket statement or is uh, the Fond motor... Exempt from that statement? No, LeFon is also not a Honda clone motor. Well, are we talking about scooters? We're talking it doesn't about matter. Right. Like I, you know yeah. I've, got that, exactly. I've got that monkey. Oh, the monkeys clone, are different. The CT70 yeah. clone. Yeah. And they make right. all different kind of race Absolutely. motors and all that stuff. Absolutely. I've had them all. Yeah. I guess what I would say is... Every single one of them. Right. And I, the lay-down motors. I've had every right. kind of motor you could think of. Yeah. And the 140cc that... There's a couple of companies that oh, yeah. they put together, Piranha. and that literally is yeah, the Piranha. The Piranha is fantastic. The, the yeah. Lifens. Um, yeah. uh, even I have an SSR 140. Mm -hmm. Right. I guess and I was referring to are, the push rod. Yeah, yeah the, the push rod vertical 250 yeah. cc yeah. that is routinely, and I'm told I was totally head spacing on the, the lay down. And not the switch here. Is that just yeah. I was curious. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of companies that are selling a vertical cylinder. 250 cc, mm -hmm. give or take. Mm -hmm. Chinese motor. What's that? Cleveland Cycle. Well, Cleveland Cycle works. <laughs> <Cycle. laughs> <Cycle. laughs> that was the impetus. There's a oh. mountain of them. Yeah, SSR came out thing. Whatever. Cleveland Cycle Works is not a factory. No. They're a bolt together place? Yeah. No. No. Mm. They are. Unboxer. An unboxer. They're saying, you have a factory. I would like you to make mine this way. Put this sticker on it. And you're going to make the sticker, too. So, like, when my beer says brewed in this brewery, it's yeah. not really that. If you like whiskey, it's the Midwest Grain <laughs> Distillery. You, like you know, <laughs> Like, if you like that kind of stuff, that's what it is. So, okay. a lot of these motors that have the Honda seal of approval don't really have the Honda seal of approval at all. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes, the people that have been making them, and Piranha is an excellent example, where they've been making them for so long that, guess what's happened? If they want to keep making them and they like spending money, they're going to make them a little better and a little better and a little mm -hmm. better. And maybe the Kickstarters won't explode anymore. <laughs> well, that was one of the problems that they yeah. had was like the, and people were putting them in all kind of uh, pit bikes, but then the CT70s, they bolt right in. So yep. people were putting them in their CT70s. Absolutely. And they, the, I think it was a 16 millimeter shaft. Yeah, 16 millimeter shaft. And yeah. too much compression. People they didn't know explode. how to kickstart them yeah. the right uh, way. Yeah. And they're jumping on them. So now, the Kish uh, 18 millimeters. It's a little bit yeah. bigger. Yeah, so, they beefed but, them up. And, yeah, and they're no And problem. we looked at them when they would break, and when yeah. these kickstart shafts would bust, we took a look at the inside of them, and it did look like dried toothpaste. Yeah. So the castings, the metallurgy that was in there, looked like garbage. You've seen a few of them, right, John? Looked like candy cane. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> it broke a candy cane. It was fractured. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And metal shards. Sure. Metal that do that. is yeah. designed yeah. to... They didn't spiral fracture? No. They just sheared? Yeah. That was oh, my yeah. thought, too. Yeah, like, like a toothpaste commercial. Yeah, I mean, you know, that twist off like you twisted off a bolt head or whatever. Yeah. but it was, but there was like. But it definitely things. had that porosity. It yeah. looked inside like mm, one word. wrong application for mm -hmm. a cast part. Nobody yeah. would ever use a cast part in that kind of twisted, right. you know, torsional oh, load application, yeah. right? You shouldn't use a cast part in something that is going to be torsionally loaded. Right. I'm not an engineer, but I play one here at the shop. <laughs> and I know that if you twist something like that, it's going to shatter. Mm -hmm. 
and we found out Chineseium did shatter. Yeah, I wonder what happened if you put a magnet on that to see how much it was yeah, actually yeah. really <laughs> steel. Or was it like, <laughs> like, right, and so that's a real good example mm. of we have discovered with Chinese products that I, I guess what I'm going to say at this point is the Chinese will build something as good as you pay them to, yeah. mm -hmm. and then when you walk away, quality might sag. <laughs> and when the quality sags, that's when the piece of forged steel disappears, and the piece of cast steel shows up. Which, right. along that vein, I just read an article about the Harley thing, Yep. and they said they're going to have the strictest uh, quality control, right. but do you think that'll follow the same... If Johnny gets back, he'll tell you all about Honda, or, I mean, uh, Harley oh, and their, oh. their quality control. And that's a good if thing, they and we'll never... save that a little bit for when Johnny comes back. Right. Yeah. I'll, because I'll you're talking yeah, about your 300, the 300cc Honda for the Asian market, or 300cc Harley for yeah. the Asian market. I mean, yeah, that's good that he's in the room, because he does have some insider baseball shit on that. So that's good. I'll cool. wait for that, then. Yeah, just keep it keep it in the front of your Rolodex so that we don't forget. We do tend to get sidetracked around here. Squirrel. So this guy drives in on the Saber. Oh, Again. <laughs> Again, I told him to. So, I he was missing half his grill. But the point being, the guy's had a bad experience, and we've all had bad experiences, and that bad experience wasn't on a product that was 10 years old. That bad experience is on a product we sold him yeah. in May or it's, April. It's but you don't know. It's absolutely still under warranty. And you right. still don't know what the problem is. Exactly. No. It could be that someone was trying to do their own oil change and. You know, something, it could be any number of things. I heard he fucked an ostrich. <clears throat> oh, it may allegedly. Allegedly. Next to the lawnmower <laughs> and then swap spots. I mean, a a lot of, any fucking thing. Or maybe he parked where that Buick was just parked. Until eyes are put on it. I mean, But we don't know what's going on. We don't know until we know. But I guess the biggest thing for me with the Chinese stuff is I have been watching the quality get better. <laughs> and that's, it's it's getting to the point now where like, Shit, it was easier when I just didn't fucking trust any of it. Right. When I could just be flat rate, my policy is, no. get that piece yeah. of shit out of here. It's easier to just say no to everything. They're like Hyundai when they first started. Yeah. See, I, I, I just fell into it, man. I've been yeah. watching these things forever, and and, uh, and they had a flash sale, and I bought a Grimm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's adopted the terminal. Oh my God. That was you. So yeah, that was you. but I've replaced. I don't have anyone's nerves. I've uh, but going into it because like you know you read enough about it and you see like how reliable certain things are and whatnot. Yeah. I going into it, I planned on before the thing even showed up. I bought Grom axles and swing arm bolts, <laughs> and I bought you know eight point eight grade like motor mount bolts, yeah, and I've sure. changed all that. I Loctite it every fucking bolt. Yeah. This so thing it's cost more than the bike. Yeah, right. But yeah. dude, this thing doesn't suck, man. I've got like a hundred some miles on it now, and it's running better every day, for what it is. No, that's and that's the point. And all guess. I have to do is survive mid Ohio, and then well, I'm probably going to get rid of it. Always run better right before they blow up. Well, <laughs> a golden moment. Now it's only missing fifty percent of the time. Yeah, well, I was pretty impressed with my brother brother's bike when I yeah. was mid Ohio, and that's the other oh, thing yeah. too. Could be and he hammered that thing this year. How long has he had that? Three years. What bike was that? Get yeah, uh, oh, California Scooter Company. Yeah, right. oh, yeah RX3. It's 250 cc water cooled, fuel injected adventure bike, like a mini yeah, adventure yeah. bike. Yeah. Oh, and now they have a 450 four, version. Four, They're coming out with a, uh, yeah. a bigger, yeah. bigger version. So he's got like 12,000 miles on it. Yeah, I mean, as as far as I'm concerned, that kind of thing, like all every single time we see something Chinese come in, <clears throat> okay, if it's if it's more than five years old, well, we don't let it come in. <laughs> because that's how bad it was. The playing field was truly fucked. Yeah. 
And but in the past five years, is it that we've given them enough money at this point that they've been able to up their game? Sure. Maybe they were losing market share and they decided that they needed to up their game in order to maintain I don't think so. I think what happened is the truly despicable players failed. I think the truly shitty I think the truly shitty guys because we know in our market Roquetta went away. Well, that dude didn't he get arrested for putting they fake all bins. did. They do yeah, fake bins <laughs> on them in jail yeah. bikes. Yeah. There's How a lot bad of... do you think the bikes are that are being ridden around mainland China? You right. Know what right. I mean? Yeah. Are That's we getting are we getting worse than what they're so sailing domestically or are we getting the same thing? But they're more able to cope. Okay, it's cheap, and we know it's bad. Yeah, yeah. We make them right there. We, you know, we can get it. We'll, you know, if the Kickstarter breaks up, throw them up, away and get another one. Yeah, and then the bike, no, no. bike repair. If the Kickstarter breaks up, we'll tear sure. it apart and put a new, ki- sure. better Kickstarter, yeah. in. we'll we'll make it work. They won't even put a better one in. They'll put the same one. They'll in. put the same one in. Just don't kick it aside. Right. John, you well. bring up an interesting point. I wonder if that's really the case because everyone rides scooters there. I mean, oh, yeah. not everyone has a lot of. Disposable income, but you need to work. They also weigh half of what well, the average yeah, right. American And you can't go too, 70 so. miles an hour anywhere in their country. Well, that's the thing. They're most, most you ever see those videos where it's like eight people yeah. stacked on those like interesting oh, points. Yeah. 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 How many yeah. years' yeah. wages are you paying for yeah. a little Raketa scooter? Right. In but, it's, but it's mostly stop and go traffic. It's not like you're yeah. hauling ass on a morning. And low speed city stuff. I mean, and his statement holds perfectly true there's shit for domestic consumption and there's shit for export. And when you know that something is going literally to the other side of the planet and they can't return it, how good do you build it? We were talking about Chinese food and how, what was it? <laughs> <laughs> well, seriously, I mean, there's a lot of food yeah. coming in from China. Oh, you mean, oh, you oh, mean Chinese. Chinese. We were talking about like, <laughs> <laughs> I thought like the little takeout boxes. Not General Tso's chicken. No, like, uh, the, the story, you're talking about Chinese groceries. No, no, yeah. we're talking no, about like Whole Foods and, Market, yeah. their yeah. California <laughs> blend of vegetables really comes from China, has never been to california is never been to california oh, is made in china that's awful and then you know you you hear horror stories about the you know kevin you want to go ride it go you hear horror stories about the food and everything in china containing sawdust take keys, man. Go take it for antifreeze for in your toothpaste etc yeah. etc et yeah. well how do you think they feel when they're making it when it's going for to the American, yeah. because it's like, ah, right. Probably pretty good. Uh, you want helmets? There's a whole kitchen full of helmets. Kevin, give me your helmet. Oh, yeah. And my wife's argument is you can't even call Chinese California vegetable medley organic because the fact it came from China. They can't, they can't even make it organic. They can't make it organic. Right. I totally agree. Hmm. And I didn't, it's hard for my brain to concept, to, to fathom that we would be shipping vegetables. Mm hmm. From the other side of the planet. Because to me, shipping was always something that was expensive, and you would only want to ship things. Like the first time I saw that lumber was imported from Turkey or somewhere, <laughs> I was shocked. I was like, we have a lot of trees here. Oh, beef. So, I mean, like beef comes like, like, Why are we bringing in plywood, plywood from Turkey? I was at K&K, and I'm like, so, we're, you know, is this from, like, Dayton or somewhere south, southern Ohio or something? No, that's from Australia. That's Australian Australian beef. beef. Nice. Literally like, the other side angry. of the planet. Australia. So you froze it, you shipped it here, right. you unthawed it, and here it is in your case at K&K Portage Market, where you think you're buying some super quality meats and stuff like that, but really you're just... And, because, it, and it is super quality. I mean, it's good. It's, it's probably, yeah. you know... But. And we never ran out of cows here, so... 
Yeah. But what's wrong with the cows down in Dayton? Exactly. Oh, right. Right. No, no shortage of cows you in Dayton. You can get the cows from Dayton, but you're going to pay for the cow from Dayton. Well, it seems like Australia is not exactly and, a third and world country And she dates either, everybody so. anyhow. How does right. that work? How does that work? Or Argentina is a big place. So, John, what we were talking about was we were talking about that sort of quality sag. So where you start with a part of a certain grade, and then you change manufacturers, you change manufacturers, but the name on the outside of the box stays the same. And you just... And we can tell from our side of the thing that Harley-Davidson parts that used to be very high quality, or at least were reliable enough that you know you put them on the machine and they would work, um, we've had some problems here. And you've got... Can you speak to that a little bit? I mean... Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I went through three sets of wheel bearings in my 2008 Harley-Davidson. What diner. the fuck? Yeah. That was within 20,000 miles. So yeah. I wheel ordered, bearings? Yeah, and they were, the country of origin was China. I had... Uh, well, but you uh, got them from Harley. Well, yeah, the first They're two black times, and orange box. The yeah. third time I got NSK. You got some yeah. either German or Timken. Yeah, ones. I got that or yeah, FAG Japanese. or something like yeah. that. But um, I've BMW. never had a problem since. BMW was having so the So that's a proof in the right. pudding. I've never had a problem. Then there was a transmission output shaft bearing. Oh, yeah, we were talking about the, the, the nine. What was it? Uh, how much thousands runoff from oh, the factory? Oh, well, the... the that's was Harley's that problem because their crankshafts, the two halves of the crankshafts are held on by journal pins. Journal pins, yeah. And they used to interference fit. Them. Absolutely. Well, they don't anymore. It's a press fit. So your flywheel halves shift probably as soon as you start the engine for the first time. Right. Flywheel halves, they, mm -hmm. they They're doing some machining. Right. So the end of your crankshaft, if you put... A dial indicator on it, it'll it'll have immediate run out of like eight thousands. So Jesus, that'll that'll, that'll send your oil pump, you know, to the scrapyard in, in very <laughs> in no quick time. time. So you ask guys with Harleys, you know, they they don't get fifty thousand out of their bike unless they do a lot of stuff to you right. know replace. That's straight out of the factory, though. Right, and that's why we. Is this the crankshaft. It's good not Harleys, like, American, you know, high quality, right? And well, this is, what, I mean, and a crankshaft is the core of any motor. Right, this That's is the core of the motor. This is unbelievable to me, where I paid American for American, and it was mm -hmm. like, what is this? <laughs> they don't even index the crankshaft. Like, right, like, it, not like jet bikes, a lot of the two strokes, they're all pressed together cranks right. and everything. Right. But they're actually indexed. They're indexed. It, it yeah. Absolutely. You have to line them up yeah. and they right. press together. Exactly. They, they can't turn. You can't turn them. Right. Exactly. If but they're not, if to they're have not an eight thou. That's to, shocking. Like to have an yeah. eight thou variance like that. Well, this is why they put, instead of tapered right. roller bearings for the crank, they have straight roller straight bearings. Straight roller bearings. So they can have the yeah. sloppiest crankshaft you, in the yeah. world. And it doesn't matter a damn bit of difference. It'll just keep on spinning. But Except for everything that's going to be hooked to it. Right. It's well, all it probably doesn't crazy. care much because it's chain or belt. But the oil primary, pump isn't. But the, the oil, oil, the oil yeah. pump is well, direct. Yeah. Now you're yeah, getting yeah. reciprocating. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. Getting hammered. Yeah, it's right. literally getting hammered. And, and that's why... Well, you have to take the crankshaft Buy a new Buy a performance crank. Yeah, get an S&S or have it sent out and have it... Welded. Trued up and welded, yeah. which is insane for a yeah. crankshaft. Oh. You should never have to do that. It should be yeah. an interference fit of minimum Always. two thousand. Right. Okay, I so totally agree. To, to remedy all this, put a price tag to it. Do you? It's like, you know, four grand <laughs> on a bike you already spent twenty on. <clears throat> yeah. Right. And the thing is, it's not like okay. So the old crank was four hundred and eighty bucks, and the new crank is still four hundred and eighty bucks. I mean, I have the parts catalog. 
So if the crank is still 480 bucks, the difference is now in order to make the crank work, you have to spend another thousand on top of it, sending it to a machine shop, having it blueprinted, and then pinned. That's mm -hmm. why everyone should just have their own machine shop. Well, yeah. that's and clearly you should know how to fucking fix it yourself. Yeah, Four hundred eighty bucks is just a core charge. Yeah. Well, right. yeah. but yeah. this is the point. The point being right, is cool. that the price didn't change at all. The cost of manufacturing went through the floor, mm -hmm. and the consumer is left holding the bag. It's called right. so, it's cost savings like, for cost them. Savings, just for comparison's sake, I'd like to see what another you know V twin bike on the market currently would have in a runout spec. Um, uh, if you buy an Indian, it won't I'm have sure it any zero. run out on it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it would be zero. Yeah. Yeah. But Harley-Davidson has Factual all Factual or just hearsay? Oh, yeah, Indian's way superior. Okay, sure. how about your, your, your Japanese cruisers? And they don't have any problem either. Yeah. I, mean, I, I was going to say. Right. <laughs> 80,000 on several. Oh, yeah, you, okay. You just because I'm, I'm just would, looking for like factual data. That's yeah. All. You yes. would never go on the internet and see somebody complaining about it. But on, you right. know, on, if you go on the internet, it's how I found out. Why would I want to put a a, a dial indicator on the end of my crank? Exactly. Well, sure. there's half a dozen people on here that are showing it right there. That mm -hmm. it's like eleven thousand. So you kidding me? Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Some are worse than the other Thank you. No, because it's, it's good to have some information to back it up. But what well, everyone was doing. You know? And Harley Davidson, you know, first they said their spec was three thousands, then they went to eight thousands, and then I think they're at eleven thousand. That's it's insane. Like, you know, how yeah. far when's this end? You know, so that's just crazy. 000. I mean, awesome. yeah, right. thanks for sharing. That's that's, that's yeah. insane. Yeah. And we did right. It is a biopaced chain ring, exactly. Um, <laughs> I it, oh god, I'm gobsmacked. The uh, when we talked about the twin cam eighty eight. We did a whole podcast about the Twin Cam 88 uh -huh. and its shortcomings and how everybody's buying Harleys right now. Yeah. Young people that we know sure. are buying Harleys because they're very affordable. But the vast majority of those Harleys that they're buying are Twin Cam 88s, which do have a bit of a problem. It's a big block. It's, oh, it's okay. a big block. It's Twin Cam 88. It's, it's, it's every mid-90s Harley Davidson that you can think of. Okay. Okay. It, it's just a particular design of motor that is known to have a particular timing cam chain failure that will cost you a new motor. Oh, the tensioners? Yes. Yeah, the tensioners will right. wear out. Hydraulic or? The, the no, hydraulics right. aren't as bad, right. but they're not bulletproof. Right. The, the spring tension ones spring are Spring tension constant. ones are catastrophic. Same tension at idle as they are at, you know, four grand. So. And so it is a known problem that these fail. We did a whole podcast yeah, about how they fail and how to fix it yeah. and where to spend the money if you haven't been fucked up the ass yet. Mm -hmm. But the problem really isn't the failure exists. That's the problem. We can't go back in time and make them and not make cheat them, yeah. out and not use those Chinese parts to build that the motor. However, the way the dealerships and the people who work at the dealerships are dealing with it, the way they're dealing with it is they're going, wow, Kevin, you got about 27,000 miles on your FLH, your Road King. That's a lot. You know, Kevin, you know, you should yeah. really be thinking about doing that 103 kit. That's right. You should really be thinking about that 103 kit because you know what? Rather than buying a new Harley at $32,000, for, you know, five grand, we could sell you the full soup to nuts with the 103 conversion. You deserve to have more power between your yeah. legs. I do. I right. do. And you've had this bike now for eight years. You've had this bike for eight or ten years. It's been a good run. It's been a good run. Wouldn't it? I mean, come on, dude. Four grand to give you the equivalent of having a whole new motorcycle again? Throw in a chrome doodad. Exactly. In a do-rag. A leather skull can holder and a mint. Chrome I know. That's kind of sneaky. But it is sneaky because that's what you do when you don't do a recall. Right. 
That's what you do when you don't admit you fucked up. Well, they can't. No. Harley. Yeah, you yeah. could yeah. never have a recall on a right. crankshaft. Exactly. That would kill your company. That would kill your <laughs> company. Look what it did when and they had yeah, the AMF slow things up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hold on, though. But wait. I sell motorcycles lower. that have had crankshaft recalls. Yeah. And those companies didn't go out of business. Mm-hmm. They cheerfully replaced the fucking crankshafts. Mm-hmm. And we did the work. Mm-hmm. We've had motorcycles that have had camshaft recalls. Camshaft bearings, right? Camshaft bearing recalls. Second, third, fourth gear. Second, third, fourth gears. And all these companies still draw breath. So what makes Harley so special? They got the marketing that says... They had a roller rocket, right? Mm -hmm. Black color, orange hair thing going on. Well, this is the point. And it is their desire to be profitable that causes them to go to Chinese manufacturing (laughs) where the standards are much lower. And we have to even have a, a discussion about fucking run out on a crankshaft. Right. Which is insane. But but the the standard. I mean, this is an American motorcycle, right. right? It should be American quality, but it's not even close. Well, and the fact that you're telling me that they, you know, <laughs> or is it? Maybe that's just well. But American we know quality. that they left. We know that they left from a tapered bearing, which of course is going to literally self-center. Right. Sure. Right. And the second you leave from a tapered bearing and go to a plain bearing, yeah. we know what your tolerance is no longer zero. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're whatever setting yourself you can get up away to fail. With. It's not setting yourself up to fail. It's we can no longer achieve this. Oh status. yeah, the perfect. Right. Yeah, right. So since we can't build it this right. good anymore, yeah. since we can't build space shuttles, let's go back to gliders. Right. I think it was Johnny who was telling me that if you want a Harley or like the best thing that Harley does is their paint and their chrome. Right. That's it, man. It is really the best thing that they do is their paint and chrome. They are all. I like their bold heads that have fancy etched stamped in. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. So just just to iterate a little bit on, on your comment, the quality is going to be rated as good as their specs are. That's right. And I right. work in the industry. He does that if, for a living. And if you say that your spec is going to be eleven thou, yeah. but all of them are going to be outstanding <laughs> and they'll be out the door with the best quality with that spec. Yeah. Mm. Yep. And yeah. whose fault is it? The guy who wrote the eleven thou spec. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. but who approved that spec? I mean, it, there's well, if it went from three to eight to eleven, mm-hmm. who knows what it really is now? Like, if it's there used to be a joke yeah. about Honda. So one of the American companies got into bed with Honda years and years and years ago, and after meeting with Soshita Honda, they said, "Okay, well, we're going to we're going to have you build this part for us. This, mm-hmm. you know, this generator motor for us. We're going to have you build this generator motor for us, but we want to have um, we're not going to accept any more than a three percent failure rate on these." these parts, and we're going to have you build 50,000 of these things. So the time for delivery came, showed up, and they brought them these 50,000 of these things, and then they brought them an additional crate of, like, 3,000 bad ones. <laughs> and they were like, what's with the crate? And they said, well, you demanded a 3% failure rate, so ah, we've, got, we've given you so the 3% that failed, because that's what you told us we wanted. Yeah. So none of these are going to break. But these over here... You said that we wanted a 3% failure rate. Those are the 3% that are failed. Oh, my God. So right. they made them to fail? They made them right. intentionally. And we're billing you for them. To give you. <laughs> right. Not. Because the, because the specification the was written that way. Whereas the Japanese company said that we don't have a margin for that. Mm-hmm. That's not part of the way it is. And that's in one of those. Yeah, it's lost in translation. Like, yeah. No, no, no. We, we didn't really mean right. build Give them me that 3% way. failures. Right? We would accept the 3% occasional fuck up later down the road. <laughs> you should have fucking said that. You know? Right. For the record, if you didn't get a ride on the scooter, John just took it out. Yeah. So that's the last thing. That's the last thing anybody's ever going to ride about it. It'll be a, from now, from this point on, it's a blown head gasket. So, what did you guys think about the bike, though? 
I could. It went up to sixty-eight miles an you hour. You had sixty-eight. I took it out on four. Apparently, it's breaking up. Apparently, it's breaking in. I, I was ducked was... and tucked as hard as I could and going like down a slight hill. Sixty-eight. Is sixty-eight downhill. Wait, I'm sorry. That's Chinese distance <laughs> my, units. My zero to yeah. sixty was maybe. Maybe and that was my feeling too, right? If it was my... fuel injected, I think it, I would have went yeah. above. It never crossed my mind to go on four eighty. When I turned the corner and I got a wobble, I was like, "Fuck." Great rose. Want to make it around the block. All right. So, guys, I'm going to read to you the break-in procedure. Violation. (laughs) Pass around loosely to a half What does it say about burnout? Go ahead. That's a good one. Initial 500 miles. Yeah. Less than one half throttle. Oh. (laughs) Done. Whoop. Initial 1,000 miles. Less than three quarters throttle. Oh, kidding me? These people have never ridden an automatic before because you ride an automatic in one way. Light switch on, uh, light switch yeah, on. Right. Light well, but switch there, on, there's light more. Switch on. Give them oh, he due read diligence. The max, the max speed? Well, no, farther down, they, they clarify. Vary the engine speed. Engine speed should be varied and not be held at That's a constant speed. This allows, constant. The, right, yeah, right. this allows the parts that. to be loaded, and they did quotes on it, with <laughs> pressure, and then unloaded, no quotes, allowing the parts to cool. This aids the mating process yes. of the parts. Yeah. It is essential that some. That reads like this. It is essential. It is essential that some stress be placed on the engine components during break-in. Oh, there's a lot of stress to ensure this mating process. <laughs> oh, we've encouraged a lot of mating. <laughs> Maybe mating the cylinder to the fucking barrel at, or the piston at any point now. Okay. And do not, in bold, mm-hmm. apply extensive load on the engine. Oh, no. <laughs> still ran better. Now, however... That thing still ran better than the KTM. Yes, it did. <laughs> however, the next yeah, paragraph... Yeah, oh, yeah, you guys have no idea. The KTM was an abject disaster. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not the only people who think so. The, uh, Which one? The 390? 390. Yeah, yeah 390. Um, it, KTM, it, it, it's like, you know, it stands for can't... Thermal manage KTM. Thermal yeah. Did you uh, run the 690 though? No, 390. One? We rode 390. What was? Then they make a bigger one, right? Oh, of course they make oh, a whole yeah. slew of them. Yeah. This is the smallest the KTM. Yeah, yeah. The 1290 yeah. is awesome. And here's what I can tell you about KTM. Mm-hmm. Stop small. Don't small. Mm-hmm. Do not small anymore. Right. Because I did ride KTM the stands for. I did ride the 690 and I gave it like can't a thermal manage. Like this, the front end just stood <laughs> yeah. straight up. I'm yeah. like, it was a torque monster. Yes. Yes, and they should have stopped there. Yeah. Instead of going to Inja mm-hmm. and building a KTM in Inja, yeah. and then going out and trying to race it with a race yeah. series, oh. where it's basically you can measure the lifespan of these top ends in like hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. yeah. The head gaskets go out and do like nine laps, and then they're like, it's and back fun. into the trailer again. Right. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. So I think I the KTM just surpassed yeah. Harley for a unit. Oh, yes, they did. What does KTM stand for, Kevin? Oh, it's something like forty-five tail. letters long. Right. No, it's, it, I thought it was where they're from. It's the three towns where uh, the company I mean, was built. I think you're right. Three yeah. people. So, what was your opinion of the uh, uh, Royal Alloy? Uh, the truth is, I don't have a lot of scooter time. Right, you don't. Right. So, um, it performed like a scooter would in the experience that I have. Mm-hmm. There was nothing about it that was shitty. No. The brakes worked pretty good. The brakes worked really nice. Yeah. yeah. And I was surprised. I was. Yeah. It was impossible for me to bottom it up. Yeah. Which with most 150 cc scooters is not the case. Usually when it comes to suspension was heavy duty. It is. Yeah. Bottom spine out. Medical. Right. Yeah. 
The yeah. height, the height like so you lean it. it yeah, let you lean it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the first time when I went to camp to the stop and I was just put my feet down, I'm like, whoa, whoa. Oh, there's more down. Wait a minute. I got to put my feet all the way down. Yeah, you do. Put my tippy toes out. There's a whole lot of down there. Yeah, there's a whole lot of down. Um, I will read you the last warning about the break-in procedure. It's broken. Um, Don't let Mapple fresh. Have you KTM'd it? Did you KTM Duke it? No. Okay. He's got a lift grinder back. <laughs> no wheelies. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't overheat it. Well, we were just joking oh, about no, the Kate. No. I yeah. did bottom the fuck out of the front suspension. Oh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> so it has a oh, 325. Yeah. But I looked at it. Both shocks are all the way. Like I, could, you could crank them up. They weren't at the bottom when it came out of the crate. So <laughs> when they came out of the crate, they were an inch and a half up from the bottom. Okay. And Renee and I took it for a ride. And taking it down 162nd here, the you know the Vibromatic 4000. So that's yours. The Cleveland Road Crew. <laughs> I didn't know. Are you now that it's broken? I yeah, the. Uh, it's not broken. <laughs> no, I'm I actually I was going. I went down the back street there, and I'm like, oh, I'm not hitting any pop. As soon as I got on it, I'm like, gunk, gunk. It yeah. like only had that much travel. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, don't. Or but did you actually bottom it out? Well, maybe I didn't. I don't know if you did. Hmm. Well, it's, it's pretty, pretty stiff. Firm. Yeah, I'm not bragging, but I I bottomed out. <laughs> 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 I usually go <laughs> Phil, I know when I've hit bottom, and by God, I've hit bottom. Yeah. John's taint. A whiskey here. Yeah. Oh. John's taint is, is trained. Into we have a lot of whiskey going right now. Yeah. So I kind of know when I hit bottom. Yeah. Well, I mean, because it was so firm when we got it that it couldn't get down that road <coughs> without shaking your teeth out. Well, I mean, it seems like when I go like. This it goes yeah. a, maybe yeah. a half an inch and goes. Boom. We'll play with it a little it's, bit more. I right. think, but yeah. I'm too heavy for it. Probably. Well, I don't know. All right, uh, it is not beneficial when the breaking. The back didn't seem bad. The no. back, the back, back still had some bouncy to it. And you're not a small dainty flower. No. So what's <laughs> what 150 scooter have you ever ridden that you haven't bottomed out on? No. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no. I mean, like a buddy. I mean, the front suspension on the buddy right. holds up pretty well under yeah. my girth. Yeah. And everything. The buddy's a super bike. So that's well, the buddies are freakishly, like you said, retard yeah. strong. Yeah. So yeah, they're uh, they're better than they should be. What's the deal with that? Are we talking about that? Or are we talking about something else? No, we're talking about that. Okay. So it's Chinese. Chinese, yeah. It was put together by some British folks. Put this project together. Looks an awful lot like a plastic. Is it all plastic? It's oh, all steel. I, well, it says it's alloy, and I was trying to find out how much of it was actually. Go was get steel. a magnet. The so only the side parts. Panels? The, the body, old, so the nose, the, floorboard, the nose is plastic. Nose and front fender is plastic. And the front fender is plastic. Okay. And, and apparently else, the headset top is plastic. So it's earning the name alloy. Oh, totally. Okay. It's as metal as any Vespa out here. Yeah. Alloy I covers know. all sins, though. I mean, alloy be, does cover yeah. all sins. I, I, that was actually Plastable. my only complaint was yeah. the front suspension. Yeah. Which would be easily remedied by turning up. By the using pen. it. Right. By, by yeah. adjusting it yeah. the way it should be yeah. for your size. I could make that work. Yeah. It didn't seem... Oh, I believe every bike that I get in here, the first thing I do is I take it to its absolute softest setting Mm -hmm. and then ride it around. Go from there. Because that's always the go from there point. So you you start with a bike, you just soften the shit out of it because too many bikes, like the Royal Enfield Continental GTs when they showed up, they were so fucking stiff. Buckboard. Yeah, buckboard. They were... You couldn't even get the suspension, right? And then the Zeros, when the Zeros showed up, the the Zeros were so stiff that the Zero FXSs and the FXs were so stiff, you couldn't use it as a dirt bike, you couldn't use it as a super motard, because I couldn't make it compress. Mm-hmm. You know, So soften everything up and then go from there, and then kind of figure out where you are. Um, this is fun. Avoid constant low speed. Check. 
it is not <laughs> it is not beneficial when braking in the engine to operate it at a constant low speed. Allow the engine to accelerate freely within the recommended maximum limits. Do not, however, use full throttle for the first 1,000 miles. No, no. 1,000 miles? How many? not last so long? Don't As you said, it's in black <laughs> and white. Okay, I'm fine. <laughs> fine, I said it. There we go. How many miles? 1,000 miles. Okay, so they there's, say, there's 34, 34 miles on this bike right now. How many, range show of hands, how many headed up oh, wide open? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we pointed the warranty, so I'd like to think we've achieved 100% braking in 34 miles. Yeah. <laughs> That's efficiency. But did you see? There That's was... pure efficiency. They can't do that on a dyno. No. Nope. <laughs> the, uh, the, the guy from program. Motorcycle Magazine or whatever, the dude who used to have dreadlocks, but he cut yeah. his head. That dude, yeah. he's a pretty nice. He's a good yeah. journalist, whatever. They did a thing where they took two brand new motors, huh? 250s or whatever, and they broke one in per spec and yeah. broke the other one in like basically what we just did. Yeah. And then they, they tore them down and ran everything, and there was literally no difference between yeah. the two motors. This little company <laughs> nobody has ever heard of called General Motors yeah. did that in 1947 right. where they broke a motor in like you stole it, and they broke a motor in according to spec. And if you look, popular mechanics did a big write-up on it, but the synopsis was exactly the same thing. Mm -hmm. you know, I, I have glazed the cylinders on a uh, three-cylinder diesel engine by... Letting it idle, baby. It was brand new out of the box. Wow! Sat there and idled for like four hours. Whoa! Glazed the cylinders and was worthless. Had to tear really? it down. Had to rehone the cylinders and, and rough them up, and then it, it said in the it didn't read the brake and it was on a welder. Oh! And it was okay. like, oh, you're supposed to run this. You got to run it up. Balls out. You know. Yeah, so you got to run it up. Wow! Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. It started sucking oil right past the Pulled the oil wow. past the rings, yep. and it coked it right in. Cylinders, yep. Wow. Yep. And then the result is totally Brand new engine. Tore it out. Oh, yep. man. Oh, that sucks. What do you think about That's like, heartbreaking. Like the performance engines and stuff, like a dragster, mm -hmm. the life of that engine is only minutes. <laughs> you, can't, you can't break it in. It's burn out in the quarter mile, and then they tear it down. Yeah. I used to race two-stroke motorcycles. Much How do you break it in? How do you break in an RZ, or an R, in my case, an RD motor, when we're putting the top end on the motor mm -hmm. at the track? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we're going out and running it. And run it full out. Exactly. Yeah, you run it and you bring it back in. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. sound effects, man. Yeah. Wait, it, go ahead. About the scooter, do we have a pricing on it? Thirty-four ninety-nine. Oh, wow. That's what it is. It's not bad. $34.99. Like I said, when I took it out... It was a little weird getting used to because I've had I've I've had a bunch of scooters myself. I've had, yeah, you know the Honda 150s, the 250s, the Elite 80s. Yeah, I had an Aero 125 two-stroke. It was like a one-year only. It was that really is a cool. weird bike. That was a really yeah. good one. Yeah. Um, and this thing felt great. It felt I mean, great. It, there's nothing that felt cheap about it. So what we're gonna you know do what is saying like when you like I we were riding with this one guy. Um, he was Mike something, and he had one of those like wildfire right scooters. Fling poop. And and he's he's riding this thing like like it's yeah. the baddest thing in the world, man. Right. You know, revving it up. I never forget we were over by the Harp on uh, what was it Detroit? Yeah, and we're riding. And he, we're, I don't know why we were at a light and we all take off, and I don't know what scared him or whatever. Grabbed the front brake and literally the front end just washed out, and you just see plastic flying everywhere. Are you kidding? Oh, the front and, end just collapsed. And he slid on his lucky like, helmet. He I watched him slide on his helmet like this. And he got up and was trying to pick up all the pieces and everything, and it was still kind of running, but, you know. Yeah. 
it's one of those things where like that thing, if you go down on it, yeah. you know, not much is gonna break off it. It feels it, really solid. It feels yeah, solid. Like solid. A it tank. feels solid. Yeah. I should have all warned you all that, that those are Chengshin tires on there, by the way. So they're brand new, brand new Chengshin tires. So you know, you should break them in gently, of course. But the uh, but yeah. oh, their motorcycle tires aren't that bad, actually. No, their motorcycle tires aren't bad. Yeah, yeah but I'm what so I usually tell people release is, compound on the outside. The of the that's what we're worried about yeah. is the release comp, the mold release on the outside of the tires. Really should be careful of that for the first couple hundred miles. For it being a Chinese yeah. bike, I yeah. gave it the old. I figured yes. it was Chinese. Yeah. I wasn't able to move the headstock. We weren't able yeah, to flex I'm, the headstock. Not, nothing yeah, moved. Tight. Nothing was flexing under yeah. my. You know when yeah. I did it, it really felt a lot more like riding like an LX one fifty or. That's something kind of what like I'm that. thinking. Right. It, it does feel pretty Italian. The brakes were, were actually maybe even grabby, but not grabby mm. in that bad Chinese way where yeah. it's yeah. like yeah. you get everything you're going to get all the and it's not enough. But and supposedly but, it has actually combined was, braking system. Okay. Yeah. There's According to definitely because yeah. I I went down the on my way to four eighty yeah. on the bridge. I did a pa panic stop down there. Okay, to see, cool. And it was, it <laughs> was like as <laughs> hard as I could break. And it and I was doing it with one, and the rear one was coming in. My my SD thirteen okay. hundred has oh, yeah. uh, link brake. Link yeah. brake system. Yeah, so that's good. Say, and it worked. Yeah, that's real cool. The upholstery yeah. on the seat didn't seem like it was. You know, the like seat was, felt remarkably like good. a shopping bag. <laughs> over, yeah. you know, it was yeah. like kind of. I I've got to say that's that's why it was fun to do it tonight. Yep. So to do it tonight, where the, the whole premise of tonight's podcast is really to talk about Chinese stuff, but it was also a good opportunity to have that bike here. Mm -hmm. So the paint having might be several layers thick. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the paint is more than a suggestion. I think uh, the biggest disappointment is the, the the speedometer being that like weird. It's a you know this, it looks nice, but it's digital. Yeah. It just yeah. doesn't fit the bike. Yeah, well, but, but if you look at a Vespa, isn't that what they're they're all digital? Yeah, I mean it's not they're like it doesn't work. Stuff, so. I know, but yeah. they could have incorporated. I don't know. It's just, it's, yeah, it's we were joking that they made the speedometer yellow mm -hmm. to like emulate an aged Lambretta. Uh, so like think, instead of it being I'll bright white, oh believe me, Lambrettas. <laughs> Think of the, the clientele that is going to want to buy yeah. something like that in that price range. Yeah. They want the looks, yep. you know, they want reliability, oh, yeah. but they also want, like, the new digital dash. They want, like, the, you know, they don't want it to look old and... No, I, I get know, it. It's I, the I, perfect $3,600 solution yeah, to the $5,400 right. Vespa problem. Right. right. Yeah. I saw somebody riding that earlier because I came up here to pick my daughter oh. up. Yeah. And I saw it going around and I'm like, what? Fuck is that? <laughs> it, it looks like a Lambretta. Well, I can tell by the horn cast. Yeah, yeah. There ain't no fucking way that's a, a, a new Lambretta. Right. Probably some Chinese thing. But, you know, and I was like, eh. but yeah. it looked the part. I mean, it looks like that. I mean, it's a copywriting problem why they can't call it Lambretta. Yeah. Right. Okay. So that's is a copyright problem. Is there actually being made by a company? Clothing. Lambretta, that's all that they Clothing. Made. It's been fought for for at least 25 years that I'm aware of. Mm -hmm. And that is one of those hotly contested words that just in the industry, many people have wanted to have Lambretta. And the last one was the prototype, the red one that I had, the prototype I had for a long time, the liquid-cooled one. And it was a Lambretta phase zero prototype. And then all of a sudden it was like, can't say Lambretta anymore. We lost the court case. So Can no. this be the Lambretta? Lamb Beretta, <laughs> like yeah. Beretta, remember the? Yeah. the oh yeah, Lamb Beretta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Royal, the Royal Alloy has been a problem for me. I keep calling it a Royal Oil. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn it. Uh, but yeah, it's okay. So mm -hmm. this is where we're at. We're all sitting here, and nobody's taking a giant shit on it yet. 
No, but okay, the only thing a, I didn't like was the exhaust. That's about the it. Look, it's the look, the sound, the look, and the sound. Yeah. Hmm. The I mean, we can't really even see it. I mean, no, you, you can't but see, you it. see this black thing out the side. <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. like it. It could have been either quieter or louder. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. right in right where it was at, it was like it had a, a, a scooter sound. It sounds like a okay. scooter. I guess I'm used to like. Right. My bikes that are just real throaty, yeah, just super quiet, you know. If you so ever got a bike that sounded mode. like that, you'd right. fix it immediately, right? <laughs> it, it is governed well, though, right? Yeah. And that's yeah. that's one of the things that's I was right. gonna say. Like a lot of the, I, especially like the Honda scooters, mm-hmm. I've heard like where they have that variable transmission yep. drive, they have like a um, a washer in there. Mm-hmm. So it, you, if you take that out, then right. it allows the the CVT to open up that's all right. the way to get more speed, and <laughs> exactly then you could right. drill out the exhaust. To, yeah. to make it breathe a little bit more. Yeah. Like, a few little tweaks to that thing, and fucking let's go. You know, I think that, that's, that's exactly awesome. what Steve was saying, yeah. is that what we're sensing, I think, is the very much the EPA, United States, mm. America, NHTSA, right. et cetera, right. of it. You know, right. it has to get a certain number when you stick something up its ass. Right. Mm-hmm. And you snake something up the tailpipe, it better, it better make another a certain number, or it's not welcome in the United States. Right. So the, the cadence and the feel of the motor was very similar to a buddy, yeah. yep. but it doesn't have the zip and pep of it. But that might be for things that you're it saying. Could be a sixty and, pound weight difference, and yeah. the weight of the yes, yeah. and the, the body, yeah. the, the fact that it's thing. all yeah. metal. There's right. more to it. There's yeah. definitely a lot more to it than a oh, body. it's longer, it's thicker. <laughs> yeah, it's uncut. That's, yeah, we, what, all we, that's, like. it. Uh, that's <laughs> what all the girls want. That's exactly. Yeah, Kevin, it. Kevin and I felt the same way. We kind of the yeah. sound of the motor and the feel of it. We also mentioned the buddy. It was like that kind yeah. of feels like a. Like and a speaking to a bigger issue, it's like you put a, co- a metal cover on a buddy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, it's like you literally put a, a, a shield, like a, like you dropped a metal cover on top of a buddy's scooter. But <laughs> if they well, did that, that's... do you know who's actually making it? There, yes, we do. If it would be. It's okay. I can't pronounce it right now, but it's okay. like Chang Chang Zhang Zhang. You know. But do you right. know of anything else they're making? Yeah, they make anything else? I don't, and I have not done my homework. I will, and then there'll be a YouTube video. But the uh, but for now, this is first blush. Mm-hmm. This is out of the crate. Y'all are here day one. Uh, you're checking it out faster than anyone else is. I mean, you know. The, are you thinking of selling these? Yes. Yeah, I am, and I wasn't until this happened. So like this this last hour or so? Yeah, this last hour. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's not that's oh, yeah. an interesting thing. Oh, we've been stabbing with screwdrivers for as many as 21 hours. I like the fun. Yeah, what's yeah. it look like when you the side both side panels come off, right? Yes, but Access it takes some work. Okay, it's not It ain't flip the lever. Cuz I didn't see it. There's no yeah. Unlike a real Lambretta, these won't eject at 50 miles an hour. Right. <laughs> that's the sign that you've got a real Lambretta on your hands yep. and the side panels look like a butterfly behind you to be deceive your enemies. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they, the side panels do come off, and it is made of metal. We've it, tested it. Can you tweak the carburetor or things covered? Do you John? have to drill out? Yes, you can. There's of course you can. <laughs> you just have to get the drill out. Do all the dumb questions. <laughs> and that's maybe one of the coolest things. Like uh, yeah. a lot of the guys that like have Brahms, right? You know, they're they're building up the motors and they're trying to make them go faster. Right. And everything they're buying this fuel injecting kits and, and everything, and it's like there's a couple guys that are literally just. Swapping and putting a CB three hundred motor yes. in the fucking thing. I've and seen stock, it. Stock, yeah. instantaneous. You're going hundred miles an hour. Right. And what John, what you've come up with from your ride is if this thing isn't broken in yet and it's going an indicated sixty eight Chinese distance units mm-hmm. per mile per hour, it doesn't need to go any faster than that. It's right. a fucking scooter. Right. And if right. you want to yeah. go seventy, they make a thing for that. 
It's called not a 150cc scooter. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, right. Right. You're I mean, always it, able to go in with the flow of traffic past, yeah. you know, the airport to Great and Road. Which is and, shocking you know, for probably, a 150cc scooter. <clears throat> yeah, I was I was yeah. in the middle lane a few times and nobody was passing yeah. me and I was okay to stay with traffic. And it didn't have that like crazy little teeny yeah. wheel thing. Yeah. It, it was good enough to like, yeah. no problem. I, if I made sudden moves at 68 miles an hour, it wasn't like, oh my God, I'm going to crash. What size, I, what size of the wheel? 12, 12 inch. 12 inch. Yeah, 12 inch, which has turned into like, you know, universal good yeah. scooter standards now. Well, I okay. still think it's funny. Like I go to Indiana, there's Portland, Indiana scooter show right mm -hmm. here. And these guys have some Cushmans yeah. that are running eight inch wheels. Eight inch wheels. Balloon and One guy has yeah. nitrous on his oh, yes. oh. and a 22, 25 horse Vanguard motor. Yep. And he's doing 130 miles an hour on his back road on 8-inch wheels. No, no. They're not just 8-inch wheels. It'd be okay if they were 8-inch wheels. Because planes land on 8-inch wheels all the yeah, time. right. These are 8-inch wheelbarrow wheels. Yeah. Well, yeah. they have wheelbarrow I mean, they put, they put, like, scooter tires on them. They put yeah. better tires on them. Yeah. But still, there was a guy down at the bike night. Remember we saw that Cushman down there? Yeah. The guy had an old, like, 50s Cushman that yeah. had the Vanguard motor on it. Everything yeah. restored, you know. And I'm looking at it. And the one thing I noticed was the stock drum brakes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you put a 25-horse motor where an 8-horse should be. And you, you can't stop. Stock drum brakes. My buddy has a couple of them was saying about how the brakes go away, even with the stock motors at 30 miles an hour. You grab them as hard as you can, and yeah. they're going as away. As soon as they get hot, they're gone. Yeah. yeah. Right. They're history. Because yeah, a lot of guys really that do those band. conversions. Where they this wasn't meant to be a scooter podcast. At no point did we right. say this was going to be a scooter <laughs> podcast. Right. Really, the idea was... We really hadn't didn't launch deep into the G400C, the 400cc motorcycle that Genuine's doing. Yeah. But so here we've got a company that's you know Chicago-based, Genuine comp Genuine motorcycle company now, or as we call them, Genuine Scooter Company. That's got this Royal Alloy now, and they've got the G400C, which is the Mash 400, as sold in other countries for the past many years. I've been putting these together, and I've been riding them, and they're pretty fucking great. Um, I haven't logged a ton of miles on them yet. Right. My customers are out there doing that for me. Uh, <laughs> but they've been happy with them. They haven't come in broken. So if you want to just give me this one, and I'll exactly. get back to you next fine. year, and I'll <laughs> let you know what I think of it. Well, they already did that. that. So they did that. It just didn't happen here. So yeah. the uh, I'm having this troubling moment where we have to kind of say, we're going to have to start taking chat Chinese shit on a case-by-case -case basis. Pretty much. Yeah, it really is. That's not a terrible thing. Well, I'm still not going to get in a Chinese helicopter. Right. You know, <clears throat> I'm going to draw the line somewhere. And the thing Chinese you got to ask summary. yourself really is like, if I sell, let's say you sell 50 of these things in yeah. a year or whatever, yeah. how much parts do you have to stock up mm -hmm. if something breaks or whatever? Absolutely. And can I get parts for it? Absolutely. Because that's the one that's thing. That's always the biggest problem. Working on some of the vintage bikes that I work on, yeah. and I, I, I see some guys like, Hey, I got this, but I'm missing this one thing, and I go. You'll be missing it you forever. Pay, you got a paperweight, dude. <laughs> I, I, unless you find someone to make it. Yeah, know? John. Well, that's the one thing about that being the alloy and all is, oh, you dump that, it's just the same problem that you're going to have with any Vespa or any other metal frame mm -hmm. thing. Is now you yep. scratched? You didn't scratch up a cheap ass plastic part. It's not a twelve dollar plastic part. They can ship me for thirty dollars. Mm -hmm. right. yeah. You know. But isn't that like not a bad thing if you do that to anything well, else? Well, it's I mean, not a it's... bad thing, but you know. The person who buys a Vespa <laughs> and spends, you know, top dollar on it, takes yeah. care of it and everything. Now this person bought it for three grand, and they're, you know, I can I can tell you one thing. I have to I have to you know my job very often requires me to be the camp counselor. Yeah. 
And when somebody has a 10 mile an hour tip over on their GTS 300, mm -hmm. and it does $2,300 worth of damage, yeah. <laughs> they really wish they were riding a buddy, yeah. where it would have done $63 worth of damage. Yeah. Right. Because body work is done by a man that makes $120 billable hour, you know? Whereas Chinese plastic that comes pre-painted in a box, or Taiwanese <laughs> plastic that comes pre-painted in a box, takes me about 12 minutes to put on. Mm -hmm. You can untotal out a buddy in about an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. Whereas you have one dent on the side of your Vespa, mm -hmm. that could be seven hours of body work. But that is the great thing about that, is that yeah. it does have a removable side panel. It is all removable except take, for the take center Take those frame. off on yeah. your first ride. If you haven't yeah. ridden the scooter, take the side panels yeah. off, take anything yeah. off you can. And then if you dump it, at least... It is easy to ride. I mean, it does ride Very good. predictably. Is, so. is this like a double-edged sword? Because someone mm -hmm. with a, a small pocketbook might say, oh, look at the scooter, all metal. Mm -hmm. This is awesome, high quality. Yeah. And, and see the metal thing as being an upgrade versus yeah. those Chinese plastic scooters. Right. And it so, is. I mean, well, but I on the flip side, like you're saying, the crashing thing, that's going to be a giant thing. It's definitely thing. an upgrade, but consumers need to know that once you upgrade to the, and you yeah. have a nice metal scooter like that, mm -hmm. when you crash it, there can be a downside to Metal ain't a cheap crash. No matter how you do it. Fair. Uh, the F-150 that came out with that the all aluminum. aluminum. The aluminum body. The aluminum I body. I remember they did, there was, there was some kind of a, a video that they did where yeah. they're like, Oh, we're gonna we're gonna dent this thing and, and see if it's cost more cost effective to fix it or whatever. And the guy took a sledgehammer and just whacked it. But what he also did was he hit it in the tail section and broke the tail lens, <laughs> oh, which shit. itself was nine hundred dollars just for the yeah, tail. just oh, like lens. Well, you just screwed yourself. Yeah, like, you know, it was all whatever. Yeah, but yeah. you got to ask yourself like um, like you could take off those panels yes. and fix them. The one guy down at the skate mark garage has those. He has two Vespas mm -hmm. that like that baby blue color. He bought mm -hmm. them like at a. Uh, <clears throat> salvage whatever, right. you know and i saw them down at rex body yeah. down and then they they color match they pounded oh, yeah. all the dents out and they look gorgeous and look beautiful fucking gorgeous metal i can always I would be rather fixed. have a metal bike than yeah. all plastic of course you know my my cbr i i really don't want to ride that like i said finding that nos right. piece was like i can't even believe that happened right you know i it can't find weird. that uh that, that fuse lid cover yeah. you know but it's one of those things where it's like if i if that thing accidentally tips over yeah I'm, I'm going to... Well, I'm Nick's not here tonight. You so you enjoy owning it. I love it. Yeah. But you're scared to ride it. Let me ask you this. No, I'm, not scared to <laughs> I'm saying if someone hits it or yeah. knocks it over yeah. or dumps into it or something like that, any of that plastic or whatever, because if you go look at it, it's 93. No, look at it. It sure. looks like it's brand yeah, new. It brand really new. Does. Do you guys remember the, our, our friend Nick? Nick DeVito, who does our podcast with us? No. So you remember a few weeks ago... I remember him clearly. He set up a video <laughs> camera... And he set up a video camera, and he was riding across one of the portages uh -huh. in uh, uh, the reservation down in Akron, yeah. and riding across where the water was running over them. This is before we had, like, 90 days of rain. Sure. And so he set the video camera up, and, you know, the first pass he made it through, and the second pass he didn't make it through. He crashed his bike and damaged his gorgeous restoration sure. Vespa Rally 200. So Nick being Nick, he built that bike from the ground up, did all the body work himself, does all his own welding, right, does all his own mm -hmm. stunts. And uh, he fixed it. Good job, Nick. Did the paint and the whole deal. Fixed it. And uh, Thursday, last Thursday, he had this great idea that he's going to go to band camp. Oh, no. I don't know why he was going Thursday instead of Friday, like a real person, but he was going Thursday. And Oscar and I were down there setting up the big giant rental RV and everything else. And we come out of band camp up to the top of the hill where the church is where you can finally get cell phone service. Yeah. Phone doth explode. It's Nick. Oh. Nick's had a bad day. 
Nick laid out his Vespa Rally 200 at all 60 miles per hour. Apparently he seized it. So obviously um, he's still alive because I saw text messages yep, and stuff from him. Yep. And, and in fact, have, and he must have made it to the band camps because no, no he never made it to. Eventually the did the next yeah. day. Okay. But here's my favorite. Uh, <laughs> at some point, the decision got made. Oh yeah. And this is how you can tell he's a true Cleveland Moto idiot. <laughs> um, Hi Nick. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Uh, hey, Phil, just checking if I could still borrow a set of knobbies for band camp this weekend, and if there's still took. room on your vehicle for the trail hopper. That was the day before. If not, it's okay. I can live without it. I'm planning on riding over there to PA after work on Thursday. Check. I've got the knobbies and set them aside for you, and there's no problem taking your bike. Just get it to the shop. I'll get the trail hopper to band camp. Thanks. I appreciate it. I'll bring it over to the shop either way tomorrow or Wednesday. Check. Nick is intact. Thursday at approximately 8 p.m. Heading out now. If I'm not there by 9, I'm either lost or in a creek somewhere. <laughs> Next. This is also known as foreshadowing. <laughs> Apparently, 20 minutes later, not making it tonight, crashed. Nothing. We were gone. We couldn't respond. I'm okay. I'm just shaken up and sore. I might drive out there tomorrow. Okay, fair enough. Okay, uh, again, Mr. Sympathetic Heart. Okay, we just left band camp. We're headed back to Porco. Feel free to join us, if you're up to it. Or you can roll with us tomorrow. Your bike's on site, and you can ride home with us on Sunday. Nick writes back. Ten minutes later. I just got picked up. I'm going to do a quick medical assessment when I get home. And if I don't end up in the hospital, I'll head to Porco. Oh, problems. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I was really like, oh, sweet Jesus. Maybe you better elevate and ice your injuries. <laughs> and he's like, he got to Porco before we did. Yeah, oh he was there God. when no, we got there. He was like, oh, son of a bitch. If you're injured, you go right? 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 I was about to say, if you're injured, that's where you go. The son yeah, of a yeah. bitch yeah. made it back alcohol, to Porco right? before we did. That's a generic painful. After killing a bike. Do we have photos pleasant. of the bike? No. Yeah. no. But he did come to band camp. <laughs> did he describe it as being bad? Well, 60 miles an hour in a Vespa never is good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Hopefully so, he has both his nipples. The metal bodies that went on this new thing, right? Yeah. So if a person comes in, they're like, hey, I really want a scooter. Yeah. I got about 3000 somewhere around right. there to spend. I'm going to ride it every single day until it snows. Would right. you recommend a buddy with the plastic over the metal for a daily driver? I don't know. I have no idea. Would I remember? No. That's a, the, there is an answer to that. Yeah, there is. If you, you know, I've never seen a rusty sheet. So fluid film it. Yeah. Right? right. If you're going to ride it in the salt, fucking fluid film it. Yeah. Don't be a dickhead. Didn't fluid film that one. Right? So. Best <laughs> <laughs> dollars ever. Right. But it really shouldn't matter. Like, I've, I've, my scoopaka gets ridden in the snow. Mm -hmm. I ride that thing in the snow on any time I plan poorly. You know, I go to work in the morning, it's not snowing. Sometimes it's snowing when I leave, and I, oh, fuck it. Yeah. You know, but being metal or being plastic doesn't make it handle any better in the snow. No. You know, and I spray fluid film under there, so, yeah. you know, it doesn't disintegrate, even in Cleveland, so, yeah. Uh, Kevin says he's never seen a rusty sheep, but he says he has seen the rusty trombone. Oh. He has seen <laughs> just one rusty trombone. Yeah. yeah. So we got some fluid film for that, Kevin. It turns out it's slide, fantastic slide. as a lubricant. Right. Yeah, and it smells like sheep. So what's you can't go wrong? Oh, 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 it gives the Scottish guys a hard on. You can't, yeah. you, know, you can't beat the. Uh, yeah, it's it's wacky. 
Uh, AMA Vintage Days, guys, before we sign off, I do want to remind people, if you haven't made your arrangements already, uh, Cleveland Moto Podcast members, you are registered. So um, if you go there, you'll go to Gate 3 to the media thing, and I've got you guys registered. Um, If they don't have you registered, yell at them, and uh, they'll eventually yield, and you'll get in. So, uh, so you'll be but, doing a podcast there Friday? Yeah, we're going to do a podcast there Friday. Probably Friday or Saturday night. We'll see how it goes. When are you guys getting down there? I'll be getting down there Thursday Me too. to set the camp up and stuff like that. I'm not really buying this year. I'm mostly trying to just get rid of shit. Sure. So yeah, I may or may not take a small trailer full of shit down there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea where I'm setting up. I we'll no be down idea. there with like the Skidmark guys. Yeah. They're going to have a set up instead of in the infield where we were last yeah. year. Yeah. It's going to be between the swap meet and the pits. Okay. The, yeah. Somewhere yeah. in there. That's dangerous. Between the booze and the... What, they, the wanted, what <laughs> they wanted to do last year was have people actually come and use the lifts and, the, and all that stuff. All right. But where we were in the infield... No, like, nobody's going to do no that. It. You're yeah, in the infield. You're the nice display area. Right. We... Yeah. So... But you need to be in the they, gritty fucking swap meet area. Yeah. That's where we're going to be at. That's where you need to be. Everyone's getting down there Thursday. We're yeah. going to have our, our setup on the... Good. You know, the tent camping area too. We're yeah, you should be out. like in the bottom row of the swap. Like, that's I think where we're going to be. Where the stunt show I'm, is. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's kind of where they're going to. We used to have camping in the middle infield way back when yeah. with the VJMC. Yeah. When they started locking the infield down. That's what. Yeah. yeah. And it was like okay, and then like like there was the one year where we were worried we were going to get kicked out. We were all hiding in trailers and <laughs> bed down because True. they were looking for people trying yeah. to stay in the infield yeah. because. We were going to run off with all the bikes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they were rude about it. Yeah. So, it sucks. So I yeah. We're probably going to be out in the regular camping area, but we'll either be, as you first enter the camping area, go all the way down the racetrack. Go all the way down where turn four would be. And you run all the way down where turn four would be, and there's like a forested area back there. Mm-hmm. Like, I just call it Ewok Village. You mean uh, along the along that fence? Where the where the nice sh- where the portable showers are. Yeah, because yeah. that's where we last yeah. week. We're going to get that again yeah. this year, like right, right by there. And then we're going to be there. We're going to be at the same place we've been, which is by Louvin Moto's all-night disco party, hmm. which is fantastic. and can't be beat. You mm-hmm. mean Kentucky Corner? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kick down Corner is good by me. Huh? It's that fun, man. Dude, just yeah, bring it's... Not a Ramp and we're all good. Oh, Not a yeah. Ramp rules. Not a yeah. Ramp. yeah, Not a Ramp. Uh, I don't care what you say. It's Not a Ramp. Nope. Gotta go, go. Despite the fact <laughs> that you're flying through the air, it's Not a Ramp. Yeah, that's it. For those of us Fourth of July. Fourth of July weekend. Fourth of July weekend. Of course it would be. Weekend That's what sucks. I can't get off the Friday because somebody already took it. Senior guy took it off. Yeah, but you. I'll come down Friday night. Yeah, well, I mean, well, work stops at some point. I will try to be loaded and ready to go straight from work. At it's okay because we'll be loaded when you get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. I might be loaded by the time I get there. <laughs> what time do you get off? What time do you get off work? Four thirty. Oh, you'll be down there by seven. <laughs> Ish. If I pre-pack and I don't yeah. dick around and pull a mackerel fresh. Right. I gotta say, I love my wife. I, you know, I tell her I go That's every year and, and everything. You we know. do too. And <laughs> oh, this year, oh. this year, this yeah. coming this coming Saturday, we're driving to Jersey. For like, we got a, a beach. My dad got a beach house. So yeah. the kids and all that stuff. Oh, I told her I said Mid Ohio is you know coming the following up, weekend. The following basically. week, yeah. I said I got to be there. She, you know, she's like, I said, well, we could drive back on the Wednesday and you know whatever. She's like, how would I just buy you a plane ticket, fly you home? And I'll just drive back Saturday. Oh, I go, God. I love you. Thank you. Oh, you're the coolest so, wife ever. So we're driving out Saturday to Jersey. Going to yeah. hang out. And then Wednesday, I'll fly back. 
my brother picked me up at the airport, and I'm Thursday. I'll be down there. My wife nice. is so geared up. She'll drive the kids home the Saturday when we're at oh, yeah. Ohio. She'll oh. drive back from Jersey oh. and America. Oh, like, that's amazing. That's why she's married. <laughs> yeah, that's totally uh, why she's married. 14 years, yeah. My wife was nice enough to fuck off this morning <laughs> for the next for the next six weeks. Oh, weeks? Yeah. So, yeah. So, my wife's in Tamales. California. I had it for dinner one night. Tamales. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good with some salsa. Yeah, it is. Delicious. But yeah, so she, that's where she's going to be for the next six weeks. So that gives me my entire summer season to do everything except care about her needs. Right. Nice. Right. And when you stop caring about a woman's needs, you have like an extra hour and a half per day. It's dog years. You live way longer. You live way longer, too. Way longer. Yeah, it's great. So, yeah, so she fucked off this morning at the big airplane. So. Kevin's, hot, hap- Kevin's happily single and very quickly is seeing what it's like to have a wife and a child. Oh, really? Are you in training? <laughs> well, notice Johnny. Oh, no, you're just staying at his house? Notice Johnny is oh, in the building. It's like, okay, well, you know, we get up. Well, we can't go anywhere because Piper's still asleep. we got to wait for the kid to wake up and the, yeah. and the wife to get home from the oh, grocery yeah. store before we can go do what we want to do. Yeah. We can't do what we want to do without checking with both those two first. Well, well, notice Johnny isn't in here right now. I'm sure he's on the phone with his girlfriend. Fiance that they're getting married in September. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, no. he's on the phone with her right now. Yeah. It's, a <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. I tried warning him. Well, <laughs> Oscar's been married twice. So, yeah. Well, this will be his second. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's no excuse for being married twice. No. Uh-huh. You, you no, should have the first yeah. time. Sure. Well, let's see. My, I did all right the second time because even my wife this time was like, can you just keep. No, just... I had a training wife. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. That's me too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have a training wife. Everyone's supposed to have a yeah. training wife. And they should have training husbands too. But but her, her one thing to me was like, can you just keep it to at least two to three beers an hour? That's okay. <laughs> She's looking for a pacing. I, I yeah, promise a nothing pace. at Mid Ohio. Right, right, no. Anything goes. A minimum, right? Yeah, a minimum. Right, minimum. Not in Mid Ohio. Mid Ohio is just. Come on, man! It's I don't know. Th- this is my. This is it. This Scooters, is my year. Mid-Ohio. My, year well, my buddy, no my buddy Dave, who was there last yeah. year, and that was last year was the first year that he actually stayed on the grounds. He came the previous year and just rode his bike down and left. Yeah. So he's like all gung ho. He's got a big toy hauler. Yeah. He asked me this year. He goes, "Can like you know you buy like a single ticket for like one day?" And I go, "Yeah, why?" He goes, "Well, my wife want to come down for the day," and I yeah. go. Are you stupid? I said, this is where the guys go to be guys. Don't and, bring sand yeah, to the beach. Yeah, don't bring the sand to the beach. Like yeah. I'm like, she's a great girl. And yeah, I, I love yeah, her, yeah, too. Yeah. But, but, like, you know. Yeah, I, in my we're going to be over here doing this. And, my opinion of Mid-Ohio is always just, like, Mid-Ohio is absolutely what you make of it. <laughs> because there's always 47 things happening at the same time. Yeah. So, if you're over here and this isn't making you happy. Right. You Gold jump on $400 worth of garbage, yeah. and you ride it over there. Yeah. And over there, there'll be a wall of death or some stupid shit. Is that really how it is? Or the yeah. oval track and the tent camp. Oh, it's insane. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The barrel that, racing. That, and, and last year, like, guys didn't know what to think of it. And It's and only gotten bigger every year. Some of the people that we were with, with no the skid mark, right? Yeah. These people were, like, watching me, and I'm like, I'm getting in it. And I had this little ATC 70, and I'm a little Z50. I'm... I'm, I'm on this little bike ripping around with guys on these big bikes. There was a guy who had an adventure. I want to say it was a BMW adventure bike. Yeah. And was just wheeling the whole time. He had you know the, all the fog lights and everything. And one of our guys, <laughs> this guy Stosh, yeah. had an old Triumph that he built. Yeah. You know, and it was a piston power show and everything. Yeah. What does he do? I'm getting into the oval track. Oh, he had fuck a few yeah. beers. Yeah. He had no brakes. No. Yeah. Couldn't turn this thing because it's super low underground. You know, and he's in there. And he's barrel racing. With, 
Barrel racing with dirt bikes ah, and four-wheelers and yeah. everything, and it's like, it's the yeah. funnest time. I can't yeah. wait for that. McElroy said he nearly passed that eight-year-old girl on that pink PW50. I tried the best that I could. <laughs> Those I was this close. This close. <laughs> I, almost died, I almost died on the Green Bastard. I had a, a, a mini bike. I yeah. got down there. It was way too you fast. You haven't done this, have you, before, Kevin? Oh, no. so good. Oh, boy. We're going to break you in. Flat track? What's that? Yeah. So, so what they've been doing? They're going to break me in. Now in I'm scared. I'll pass this here too. Hey, there's always <laughs> a spot where they have like <laughs> two, a barrel garbage barrel. Barrel. two garbage yeah. barrels. You've been garbage barrel here. Oh. Barrel but then, at one point, though, didn't, didn't, didn't they shut it down after a while? Like it got crazy. Yeah, no, last year they shut it down at one point. Yeah, maybe police show up. I think some dude. I think when it's late night and people are racing without lights and stuff, yeah, they they'll shut. But during the day, everything goes. It was actually getting organized. They had a flag. Yes, they had the women's heat. They had. Going one way yeah, and then I turn was, it around yeah, and go yeah. the other way. I was then... actually like flagging everyone at one point. Uh, we were getting the mini bikes. We were getting like, because you had these guys, these kids on these little bikes and scooters racing these guys, like I said, an adventure bike this yes. big. I'm like, no, 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 let's kind of organize. I love it. that. If in complete anarchy, it was. In complete anarchy, I get, in, the, in a total no rules scenario, yeah. somebody will come along and make rules. Mm -hmm. That person eventually becomes Hitler. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> the, the, like, Mid-Ohio has been, for the past probably six years, the most lawless, fun... The last free place in America. Yes. <laughs> well, it used Marcus. to not be, okay? So, it used to be very much that we would go to Mid-Ohio, and we would be up in the uh, swap meet, because we got chased out of the campsite, because we were making Andesible. Uh -huh. <laughs> and you know and. you're listening to music on your iPhone, and they come by they're like music's way too loud. And you're like, this is a telephone. Yeah, we're entertaining six people huddled around a telephone. Yeah, and we're roasting a marshmallow over a fucking Zippo lighter. Yeah, right. no open flames, and they would shut us down for everything. So we retreated into the swap meet, mm -hmm. and we're at least in the swap meet. You had access to the bathrooms down the hill, and you could sit around in a ten by ten in lawn chairs. And talk. Mm -hmm. And then they would come around and tell you you were talking too loudly because it was after 10 p.m. It got draconian. And these, like, like security assholes on ATVs would come around and basically be like, I'm sorry, it looks like you're having fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. We'd like to take away all your fun right now. And it's not like we're 12. We're in our 40s, for fuck's right. sake. Well, I remember a couple of years and ago when they were in the, when they were doing the uh, trials in the woods. And the guys were in the four-wheelers. In the woods, yeah. kicking people out that were riding, and it's like, yeah. no, like the past couple of years, we ride. You can go from like yeah. when they start the trials, oh yeah, and drive through the woods and all the way all around, the way around. To the back of the track yep. where they have the RV parking, oh yeah, and like I this and never past, be on the road, no. And yeah. the cops in the last couple of years were kicking people out. Yes, yeah. last year when we were there, we went through them and it was beautiful trails. No one was saying anything. No. I saw a couple of guys on the rented golf carts. Trying to go those climb. trails. <laughs> they were trying to hill climb with them. And I'm like, I'm surprised they didn't flip those things. Again, there's places. The KGM can't go. And for that, you need a right. rented golf cart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's what I don't... I mean, like, you can't... You And you if you bring your own golf cart, you're going to pay $200 weekend pass. I have no idea. You but do. If you bring a riding tractor, you don't have to pay anything. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> I was so close. I was so close to having one of those Daihatsus. They're just coming in too late. Yeah. yeah. So the Daihatsu oh. and the Honda Acti with the super low yeah, yeah. are coming in just a little too late. So you pulled the trigger on. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But they're nice. getting in a little too late. So whatever. It's not like we won't have shit to ride in Mid Ohio. So. Yeah. 
But the whole rule of Mid-Ohio is like, bring what you got, man. Who cares if it's got a license plate? Fuck it. And run it. And if you don't like it, you'll sell it by the end of the weekend and have something else. Mm-hmm. Or maybe seven or eight something else. Who knows what's going to fucking follow you home to your trailer. That's true. So That's Mid-Ohio. still got the guys coming in from overseas and buying everything up. Yeah. English guys. Yeah. Yeah. There's English and Japanese yeah. that are... There were, pretty hard. The one camp that's right near where yep. we've been yeah. staying yep. is they yeah. buy all the Kawasaki triples. Yeah. 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 But then you got the... Ja- or Which the, is good. If you have one, you know yeah. where to take it. Yeah. Then last year, the Japanese the guys were bringing stuff in. Remember, they had all the NS, the Hondas that they never sold here for like $35,000. Oh, they have turned Japanese domestics like I do with the little cars. They're yeah. doing the same thing with motorbikes. And they've got a very nice display now in the swap meet where you can go in there and see all kinds of motorcycles you've heard about. Yeah. The guys that had those... Um, the, the, the two-stroke sport bikes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Galaxy yeah. 500. Did you notice? I don't know if you guys saw. They had a Motocomp. Oh, yeah. They had a Motocomp. It was like four grand. Oh, yeah. And I went, I, and it was, but the weird thing was, I, was, I, I just happened to see it because it was yellow, and I yeah. saw something. It was between two sport bikes in the back, yeah. and I looked at it. I'm like, that thing should be like on a table. Yeah. Someone saw it because they were, I, I saw they were asking four grand, and it was gone. It was gone. I, they sold I, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they sold it. Yeah. They I mean, sold a lot of. They, I would buy a Moto Combo for I, four grand if I, it had the Honda City it came in around it. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's. Cool. I mean, there those those things have literally skyrocketed, yes, and, and people that have them that they got them cheap, they yeah. didn't get sell them. They don't need to. They don't it's need small. To. It takes yeah. up no room. I've seen house cats that take up more space than a Moto Combo. Right? <laughs> Fuck, man. And they don't litter the box or nothing. There's nothing really like. I mean, there's guys that actually do. And build them up or whatever, but yeah. like it's it's so no. stupid too. You're missing it's tiny. the point. You're missing the yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. It is meant to be literally in a cardboard box yeah. inside a nylon bag, yeah. and then <laughs> open like a turducken. Yeah, and you just be like, okay, it's like the Shivas bottle. Yeah, you're like, oh, check it out. Oh, check what's out. this? Yeah. Oh, this is a nylon bag. Open up the nylon bag. What's coming out of there? It's a plastic box. No, wait, it has handlebars and a seat, and you can ride it. Yeah, that's fucking cool, man. And then you just deploy it and then go ride it. Yeah. And then you put it all away, mm-hmm. right? And you lube it heavily so you can do that a hundred more times over the next three days, because that's everything people want to see. Mm-hmm. They want to see it being deployed, mm-hmm. which is bad as fuck. I mean, I warned Brian. Up. He's got yeah. that uh, Fuji Go Devil. Yep. Oh yeah. Did you see that? Thing? Oh yeah. I found him a bunch of parts for the thing. Yeah. Got a brand new car for it. We got it running really good, and, I, and he's all excited about taking it to Middle Ohio. I said. Okay. This is not the bike you want to take to Middle Ohio and go racing in the oval track and go ripping around. And breaking it. If you break this thing, yeah. I said, It's impossible to find parts to fix it. I said, dude, yeah. come on. Well, take a good welder because you can make some shit for it. Yeah. So, yeah, go devils are rad. They're yeah. rad as fuck. The uh, Middle Ohio is the place, though, where rad as fuck just goes to die, man. Yeah. You know? It's just like everything there is rad as fuck. So. Oh, yeah. I, I'm yeah. excited about it, man. Yeah, when you come, uh, if you go to Mid Ohio and look for us, we're gonna. I'm gonna have uh, a big stupid camper. I mean, big stupid camper. Go ahead. How did that work for you last weekend? Hmm. Amazing. Did you need recovery, or did it? Recover no, I did not need recovery. We'll see you, John. Take care. Take care, man. Take it easy. Yeah. Man. Where are you going? See you. I'll call you in a little while. Where are you going? I gotta go. My daughter. All right. Uh oh. Right but yeah, we're great. Camper was the best idea ever. Um, poured rain, cats and kittens didn't matter. I was dry as fucking. Space foam mattress and everything else up in the air. Twin slide outs, all the good nice. stuff. Air conditioning worked great. Well, we never had to fire the air conditioning because it was cold as balls. Right. Uh, but, you know, had hot water, had all the utilities that we like, that we're used to. Excellent. Big fucking awning. Didn't get stuck. Didn't, Didn't get, get stuck. Get stuck. All the way in the back, turn yeah. two. Yep. That's a boner. Oh, no, yeah. we did not get stuck. Yeah. We had a whole speakeasy in the cabin. Yeah. So that I know you cool. probably covered all this, but yeah. TT was great, right? I mean, TT was amazing. Yeah, so that worked out really well. 
Um, for this upcoming Mid-Ohio, we've rented a bigger camper, oh. and we're um, going to have the zero, uh, we'll have a, a big zero pop-up tent there, oh, neat. so people will be able to find us by looking for the zero banners and shit, so you get in the campsite, just look for the zero stuff, that's how you'll find us, because I'm just, rather than building Cleveland Moto shit, sure. I'm just going to take zero stuff. I don't plan on taking my RV just because yeah. of the money that they want right. to, for the camping and everything, yeah. and I figure... I, I might have a ticket through Cleveland Moto, so one yep. day pass, and I'm not leaving anyway. Right. So if I can, all I have to do is get in for free, and yeah. I might not have to give them one dime. Well, you're listening on the media list. So, so if I can get in for free, yeah. and I'll just take my Sorrento, yeah. put something on the back. Yeah, you'll be fine. There's no, no reason not to have a great time. Yeah. I mean, that's it. I'll sleep in the back of my truck. Hell, I'll sleep in the back of your truck. You can uh, you can bring my Econoline with a trailer behind it. If that's if that's what you if that would help you, it in would some way. it would not hurt me to have an extra vehicle down there. All in capacity. You know, you could bring one thing you want to have fun with, or two things: one thing you want to sell, and one thing you want to ride, or whatever. And then we'll throw a couple of other expendables in there. We got a Yamaha XS1100 that needs a new home, mm-hmm. and all kinds of weird shit that we'd love to pass off to the highest bidder. So, yeah, yeah could be all kinds of weird shit. Well, I could uh, and uh, coming home from work to my house and then here yeah. taking. I gotta take seventy one anyway. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we'll see. Mm-hmm. We talk. We'll figure it out. We got some time. We got some time to figure it out. So that's cool. Yeah, but Mid Ohio is always a blast. We can't can't miss on that. Oh, I'm not gonna miss it. No, <laughs> that would be a sin. You know, I had this great idea. What if we took a bunch of pizzas there? <laughs> well, last year we got dicked out of the pizza. The pizza delivery didn't happen. Though. Domino's quit delivering at about nine uh, o'clock or something. They yeah. failed. Usually they're because they missed like two hundred dollars from us. We were yeah. begging for it. Dude, that's How a about good an idea. ice cream truck? I don't know why there's not an ice cream truck bouncing. I'm bringing the sausage. There you go. Creepy ice cream <laughs> truck. <laughs> and then some. Yeah. There, I mean, look, sausage is great. That's a that's a hell of a start right there. That's a real Dude, start. Dude, a cooler with yeah. like a whole bunch of pizza dough, start making some fire-roasted pizzas and selling them, bitches. Oh, man. I, I, have a, funny I have a turkey fryer I'm waiting to try there to try out. Okay. Like, in the morning, you make donuts. Then by lunchtime, you start throwing, making... Donut flavored chicken wings. Oh, donut flavored evening. chicken wings sounds like a really good idea. <laughs> yeah. Then the, in the That's afternoon you have donut chicken wing, donut and chicken, chicken wing flavored, flavored bananas. I don't know, whatever bananas. else. You so have. basically, it's just chicken. a giant ongoing pot of boiling oil. Yeah. Ask Oscar how that worked out on the it's beach like in Mexico. Fryer. <laughs> Light it on yeah, fire. No, no yeah, they eventually no. fall over. Yeah. 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 Well, there was. Yeah. No. Stones have it fall on you. Yeah. Yeah. So we had somebody. Who they got bad. Two people. Two people leg, got feet. fucked over oh, on a big. And that was a big boiling pot of oil, turkey, you know, turkey yeah. fryer, yeah. and it just. At some point, we're all in line for food, and somebody kicked the support it was on, yeah. and I was like next in line, and it went over, and these two people got as burned as you can get, oh. and they just got from the from the, the waist, waist down. down. Yeah. Got blasted by turkey turkey fryer oil. It was yeah, ugly. Yeah. Three hundred and fifty like degrees. It was ugly. Yeah. It was ugly. It was really really bad. And it was just good. We had medical personnel on site yeah. that were able to help it. Okay, so I'll bring it. So I'll bring it. Yeah, bring it. Bring that. We should probably get really yeah. drunk before we. Start oh, you know what? I had this idea. Tell me if anybody thinks yeah, this, this idea's got wings. Stop the screaming. Today, when I was at the Lakewood Recycling Center, Always I fun. noticed at the Lakewood Recycling Center they have. A medium chest-sized freezer. And I was thinking, if we get a couple of blocks of dry ice and just throw it into the medium chest-sized freezer, Mm -hmm. it'll keep our shit cold all weekend, Mm -hmm. and then we can just leave it there. Abandon it. Hmm. Right? Donate it. Donate it. Donate it to Mid-Ohio. That's exactly. Well, no, because those... I mean, if anybody's ever left Mid-Ohio, 
one chest size freezer is not the heart of their problems. No. It's the <laughs> 900 motorcycle frames yeah. that nobody wants to take with them. Or the yeah. easy yeah. up epidemic. Or 4,000 easy ups. <laughs> oh my God. 2017, the year that we'll live in infamy. I was going around my, I had just bought a brand new one, and I was like, screw this. I'm, I went around with a wrench, and I was yeah. taking apart the pieces of yeah. the other ones, and I rebuilt mine on the spot. Oh, you and did? Because everyone Please. had like three of the legs we bent, and one would be fine. Right. Yeah. I just needed one. You cannibalized. I went yeah. and took nuts and bolts and rebuilt That's mine. Very green. We had eight people hanging on our double easy up, yeah. and at some point, Zach's feet left the ground. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, if it can pick up one of us, yeah, it's gonna pick us it all. can pick up all of yeah. us. Auntie M ain't got no fucking help for us once no. that thing takes off. We had it tied to a bus, mm-hmm. and I was pretty sure at some point I felt the bus moving. Oh. Well, I think and the only thing that saved it, didn't you pop the, yeah, the we, canvas we off? We pulled all the canvas off of it. Yeah. So when it got when shit got real, yeah. and we were all standing there just getting inundated, yeah. Yeah. the top was no longer functioning. Yeah. So I just said, fuck it, and I peeled all the canvas. Yeah. And once I peeled all the canvas... There's nothing to catch the wind. There's nothing to catch the wind, and you're soaked to the goddamn anus anyway. So then we just saw the chaos. Mm-hmm. We were on the fence. So we were level one. Mm-hmm. And it just picked up more and more easy-ups as it went through 40 mm-hmm. or 50 wow. rows. Until at the other wall, it was just like the easy-up depository. <laughs> Where there were just a thousand dead easy. Well, yeah, that was two years ago, right? Yeah. I think so, so last year, yeah. I remember there was a big storm that rolled in. Yeah. And I was up on the hill watching the races. Yeah. But you could see it was like five miles north. Yeah. And it was just just black cloud that went like this. I'm like, if it was right over us, we'd be all screwed like it's, two years ago. It is mid-Ohio. We call it mud Ohio for a reason. You're going to get one day of rain mm-hmm. and mud. And then you're going to get one day of oppressive heat mm-hmm. to fuck with that rain and mud. It's mud. And then by Sunday, it's going to be great. And Sunday's always gorgeous. <laughs> Fucking Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, they asked if I would bring my tra- my camper in on Wednesday to help, like, to help, like, offset the, you know, sure. the 4th of July, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I was asked if I could bring my camper in on Wednesday, but I'm not going to have my camper on Wednesday. That's weird. That is weird. What their strategy is. I don't either. And I don't really want to spend an extra day just to have it down there one day earlier because I'm renting the goddamn thing by the day. Typically, moving day is Thursday. Thursday, of course. Yeah. I mean, only hardcore really? people show up on Wednesday. But I guess because well, the 4th of July being Thursday, like... they might be trying to get moving day on Wednesday. They might be trying to make a four day event out of it. Oh, oh, oh. They don't want to have as many staff on Thursday. Yeah. So they want to, they want you to move in on Wednesday. Yeah. They want to be closed okay. or, or barely well, that makes staffed. Makes perfect sense. Barely staffed on, on Thursday. Thursday. Okay. And then they'll open up on Then they'll open up on Wait, Friday. Last year, we all But there's going to be mofos driving all the way across country. Of and course they, they better be open until whenever well, hour in the morning. Last year, we got yeah. stuck at the gate. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, you can get in. We had our tickets and everything. Yeah. And there was just a line yeah. going down the road, waiting right Thursday at the gate. or Friday. They're like, oh, we're going to open up the gates at 1030. Then it was 11. Then it was 1130. Then it was 12. And it's like, oh, everyone's just pissed. Like, Was that on Friday or Thursday? Thursday. Oh, Thursday. Thursday morning. Wow, yeah. And we yeah. saw people getting in, but it was yeah. the, the vendors or whatever, special yeah. passes. And it's like, yeah. we yeah. have our tent camping. We have our oh, sure. Passes. You're set up. Let us They in. picked yeah. the wrong day. They yeah. shouldn't have been doing They shouldn't no. be on the yeah. week of 4th of July. It never no. has. It never should be. But This could be utter chaos because of the 4th of July weekend and mid-Ohio being oh, put yeah, together. Oh, yeah, they fucked themselves. That could and be. Probably well, we'll see you all there, man. Uh, anybody got anything else? Two hours, man. That's golden. Uh, 
That's all I got, man. Ride fast and take chances. Scare the shit out of Pete. <laughs> 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 <laughs>